medical study on the effects of marijuana use confirms that everyone knows you're high and that you'll most likely never stop feeling like this. Your parents know you're high. Welcome to another episode of Everyone Knows You're High, starring the Grow Guru to my left and myself, Uncle Eric. This week, our special guest, Kyle of Homies Laboratory. Thank you for joining us this week, sir. So let's get into it. Should we go like the death of Bill, House Bill 1217? (laughs) Should we do the thankful joint first? Yeah, whatever. I mean, you're so, always grateful. Always. So I don't know if you know, it's, we have a tradition here on this joint, our first joint, on this joint, our the tradition on this podcast. First joint, we got to say what you're thankful for. Yeah, you know, before you hit it or while you're hitting, whatever. Gotcha. I don't like to micromanage. Ado. Oh, no, my life froze up. It's like Thanksgiving turkey. Yes. Kind of. Just mindfulness practice while Kalei deals with his technical difficulties. Super technical difficulties, dude. Sorry. There you go. So tell the people watching and listening a little bit about Homie's Laboratory. Um, it's basically what Homie's Laboratory is. Be <laughs> a little bit closer. I can make everybody oh. say it like that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say closer. Laboratory. Laboratory. <laughs> laboratory. Laboratory. Um, as, like rosin equipment supply mm-hmm. um basically like I've, I've done hash like in hawaii for a bit and i know what it's like to just like get equipment here mm-hmm. it sucks everybody <laughs> pays super crazy shipping yeah. or like super simple stuff so i just figured i'd like you know start a little shop get everybody you know free shipping to the other islands give them like a cheaper rate mm-hmm. you know so that way everything's not super expensive and everybody's like you know, price gouging everybody and trying to do that thing. So, yeah, that, it's more for everybody. Yeah, it opens know. it up for more people to try their hand at. Well, also, yeah. too, like, Hawaii's been notorious for, like, expensive shipping and not getting mm, the shit yeah. we need over here. Yeah. And, you know, people, like, they want to process their own medicine, right? And um, how are you going to process your own medicine when, like, you're spending an arm and a leg and waiting 60 days for your shit to get here? Like, we already have it here. So or there's some shit you can't even get shipped to some, Hawaii. Some shit you can't there's even some, get shipped to yeah. Hawaii at all. Yeah. Some heavy items. Like yeah. even like a freeze dryer is just like super crazy to ship over here. Right. right. Yeah. So, so you're able to like be a middle person to make it easier for the man on the street to get this type of equipment. Yeah. I mean like my the whole goal is just to like, you know, just try to help help out everybody that's trying to get into it. You know, just supply people with it and like rosin bags is basically like one of the the main ones I'm trying to work on right now, because um, like some companies when you buy like rosin bags, they'll ship them out, and they'll tell you like two days, 
and it'll be like four days, you know, typical Hawaii typical. stuff. Typical Hawaii shit. But then if you order it on that wrong day, then it's all of a sudden like a week, you know. Oh, because they don't process it every day. <laughs> they process it once a week and so, shit. Yeah, somebody goes home early. Well, also, too, it's <laughs> like you, you can shop like any old brick and mortar, right? You go in, yep. you see what you want. You can actually tangibly see what the fuck you're buying. Yeah. A lot of problems with online buying is if you don't know exactly what you need, it's... Yeah. Oh, fuck, I hope I got it. You got it. Like, oh, shit, this is a three-gallon bag instead of a five-gallon. You know, yeah. like, that kind of shit pops up. Now I got to pay to return it. And yeah. Everything. And then gonna... wait yeah. another fucking long period of time. And, you know, like, freeze dryers. How hard is it to get a fucking freeze dryer in Hawaii, you know? It is super hard. I mean, like, it takes a long time. Most people don't do it just because the weight. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. No, I mean, like, before when I used to grow and stuff like that and, like, work with, like, Kalei and stuff like that, um, when in his farm, it's just like you see a lot of time all these farmers are putting into like their grows, and it's like it's a lot of effort, time, money, sweat, and you know when you want to do the extraction or you want to make some hash for yourself or something like that, you want to make sure you have like good equipment. You mm-hmm. want to just go like hodgepodge on on it. So I'm and thankful it, for the help. So before I pass this on, I gotta pass it. I'm thankful for um, being able to reach out. And then have other people say, yeah, I got you. And be able to do the same. Yep. For assistance. Sorry, continue, sir. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The help. The help. Everybody, everybody's got to be community, you know. <coughs> so, like, um, you know, people washing and a lot of inf- misinformation with washing, you know, it's... It's safe to say that you have a pretty good gauge of the proper procedures for washing, right? I'll say like basic, basic, basic gauges, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have too extravagant, right? Yeah. But yeah. your shit comes off fucking fire. In my opinion, one of the best stuff on island that you know that's single source, you know, that you can get. In my opinion, this is my opinion. You know, like you're you're a local guy doing your own shit here, and the knowledge you have for what you're doing is above ordinary. So, you know. Having that information and being able to help people with that and kind of outreach is is pretty valuable. You know what I mean? And like not only that, like educate people on like safe practices, yeah. And just like guide them around the process. A lot of people don't even fucking know that like what exactly are you doing? Like we see it on Instagram. We see people flashing dabs and doing all oh, kinds yeah. of crazy shit, right? Yeah. But people don't really understand the intricacy of the science that goes into making that fucking product. It's a lot of hard work. Super hard work. A lot of hard work. A lot of upper body strength too. Right. Tedious work too. Yeah. 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 Tedious work. And, right. and you got to work fast because it's like you know sometimes it's a cold environment. Mm-hmm. So it's warm here. Right. Got a high humidity. You really right. want dry environments sometimes. So I mean most of the time. Right. So it's just really hard to like do stuff out here um, and take your time. You kind of want to really know what you're doing right before you get into it. Because again, you know. Everybody's putting a lot of time just to, like, get that flour and that biomass just to put in the wash and mm. let it go. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that's what comes into, like, the laboratory side of homies laboratory is knowing the properties of the material you're washing or material you're processing could be anything from sift to, to actual washing, right? Yeah. Um, but how to, how to set up your lab to where you're you're not running to hiccups it's kind of a flowy rate where you can do your whole process without being like, oh fuck i gotta go back you know what i mean yep definitely yeah. definitely can help out with like workflow and stuff like that done a couple build outs that's what's um, up that's what's up 
I'm thankful <laughs> for uh, concentrates since we're talking about it today. Nice. Because nice. <coughs> um, I like that shit more than I like flour most days. Yeah? Yep. Cool. It's it's convenient. You know, it's mm-hmm. like fucking... I, the, the pens I have a hard time with just because, like, I don't know. I don't get that, that proper terp fucking well, you draw. You clean it out. And, yeah, it's, there's a lot of more maintenance that goes into it mm. rather than just, like, you know, right. burning down a joint. But... It's it's convenient. It fucking it it happens. You know, it's super convenient. You you slap a glob in there. You take a couple of wet wax. You're, you're good to go. But like to me, dabs because people are doing extraction and there's a high terpene concentration in dabs. Like that to me is aside from the ritualistic manner mm-hmm. of like heating up the dab rig and doing all that shit. Or I can say rolling a joint. No, no, no. The ritualistic manner. I mean, everything has its rituals, right? Mm-hmm. Loading a bong, doing your shit. You mm-hmm. know. Um, the ritualistic manner of fucking dabbing is, you know, heat up your torch and everything and, and fucking heat up your banger, hit it, and you're good. You know, carb cap it, all of that shit. But what I like about it is, like, yeah, you give yourself that little ritual. Like, for me personally, I'll give myself that little ritual of dab. But at the same time, like, I know that my ritual is the one that's bringing out the best of that dab. So, like, a pen wouldn't do that concentrate any justice, in my opinion. Just, you got to consume it the best way possible. Um, I mean, I have no arguments there. I yeah. just, I do like it for mm. the convenience, and I'm willing to bend on that kind of stuff just for the convenience factor because I'm not going to carry on a, a fucking Puffco Peak with me everywhere I go or a fucking dab ring and a torch and all that shit. You know what I mean? Sitting in your car. So we got a question. Things. Oh um, yeah, sorry. I'm thankful for um, all the farmers that I got to work with before. Yes. That like help me, uh, you know, let me use their stuff to wash and everything. You know, those guys are the ones that like really put in the time and effort for what really comes in the wash. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. And making it possible for you to like try <coughs> and learn new things and experiment and fire grow. Fire in, fire out. You yeah. know? <laughs> a lot of talented growers out there, man. Yeah. That fucking like you'd be surprised what they put out. You know, yep. that that one you remember that Mac you washed back in the day. Mason. Back Mason, in the yep, day. Yep, yep. That was fucking good, and that was like, oh fucking Kyle, he knows his shit. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but the thing is, like, honestly. Anybody could wash. Anybody could yeah, fucking wash. Definitely. Any, but knowing the property of the trichome and how it'll react to the scientific procedure that you're trying to do to it, that to me is the real tech. The where where the people fucking shine because like anybody can fucking wash. We've seen it on YouTube. We can learn on YouTube. Yeah. But mm. the intricacies of why you're doing it and the proper lab procedures of doing it, it increases the chances of your fire out. You know what I mean? You can get fire in, but you can fuck shit up, and then it comes out doo-doo out. Because those videos on YouTube, too, they edit them, so they probably cut out a lot of the shit, like the more tedious, time-consuming shit. Or they fucking sure. make it time-lapse, so it seems like you do it fucking lickety-split, and people don't expect the actual amount of time and effort it goes into some of these things. That's my experience on yeah. well, watching YouTube videos. Tech that they don't want to show. It's like, oh, too, shit, you know? they made it look so easy. And then what I'm trying to do is like, why is it taking me two fucking hours to do this goddamn thing? Right. It's like, oh, because they fucking did clever editing. Hey, so, Mike, what are you thankful for, buddy? Thankful for um, Small Kind High by Solidify <laughs> for these jello shots. 
Yes. Uh, thank you, guys. In the house tonight, shout out. Moki and Kanani. But um, what was the question you the said? The bikinis you had? are bomb, by the way. <laughs> the w- oh, <laughs> oh, I'm bikinis, ready. Bikinis, you said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bikinis are they're pretty good. Here's my. You said you had a question. Oh yeah. So what? W- <laughs> what would you? What would you prefer? Um, smoking on as your own like opinion. Uh, rosin, dry sift, or bubble. What what is your best rosin that you would produce for pressing? And what would you, what would you like? Wait, 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 hold up. Yeah, I'll I'll read it. Quotations. Quote. What do you prefer for smoking, for pressing, dry sift or bubble hash? Sorry, Alex, I fucking botched your question. Oh, Oh, so they're saying pressing, dry sift or bubble hash to make rosin and smoking. So what's what do you prefer, smoking, dry sift, bubble hash, or what do you prefer, pressing, dry sift, or bubble? I'm a dabber all day. I I just dab. Usually. I like no, to smoke flour. Like, no, let's say like he's, he's talking about dabbing. Oh, dabbing. Yeah. Um, I've had some really good bubble hash, that's like had some really ama- amazing terp profiles to it. Um, if you can come across it, I would say bubble hash. Bubble hash. Yeah, because I find like it's just it's just harder to come across. So, so it's that. So you're pressing bubble hash to make rosin. Y- y- well. Technically, like like hash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like dry hash. What can you do with the hash after? Can you do anything with it? All kinds of stuff. Like it's gets crazy. Okay, so it's not just like, because I know for like when you press flour to make rosin, you can use the little pucks to like make oil and do other shit like that, right? But what can you do it? The hash suppositories. He probably makes suppositories. Clay knows. Oh yeah. (laughs) I like to like mold. You actually make them, or you just? (laughs) I like to mold my suppositories. Clay that fucked up back into the tube. Yeah, yeah. The Pepsi is my fucking template for suppository. Oh, oh, yes, the Pepsi bottle. Yeah, the two liter, no, the can, oh, not the two God. liter, dude. You're going fucking. That's not realistic. How many Keurigs is it? <laughs> it's like seven point five Keurigs. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> no, but for what can you do with it? Oh, I'm curious because um, I like to like learn about that kind of shit because let me take that it's a step using further. the whole plant, right? Because you're not just. Tossing it as a byproduct. Well, let me take that a step further. Like, okay, knowing the tech, you know, what is your reason? What is your reasoning (laughs) behind bubble hash versus static tech or uh, dry sift? Bubble hash. Wait, well, before we get into that, sorry. What is the difference between bubble hash and dry sift? So dry sift would be like you're taking like some of your dry material, like maybe your trim or something, Mm -hmm. leftover stuff. You just want to make like the best of it, so you'll put it on a screen. Some people do like this thing called like 10 second hash, where they'll like tap the screen, rub it, rub it across the screen for like 10 seconds, and then they'll just swipe the flower off, and then they just take whatever resin glands mm-hmm. fall through the screen. Um, <coughs> Jungle Boys, I know Jungle Boys. They used to do like this static tech kind of thing, mm-hmm. where they take like the dry sift, and they, I think it was like a paint roller with like some parchment paper or something mm-hmm. like that. And basically, like, they rub it over the screen, and you get, like, a separation of, like, your trichomes and your, like, uh, leaf material. So all the biomass has a static charge that attaches to to the thing. I think before, people used to use, like, uh, CD CD cases. The DVD cases? like, balloons, like, rub on their head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Static cling that shit. Pantyhose. You know, that's... 
Get some 1970s like shows office you the ingenuity lady. of fucking stoners, right? It's like, oh, let's use static and the biomass will separate. Yeah, how did they know that? How did they? Yeah, right. How did they know that the leaf parts will react to static while the trichomes will stay? Shows you a lot of the scientists out there are fucking. Sci- I mean, like, it's stoners. Do crystals, crystalline structures hold static charges? Yay or nay? How did you know that? Ask a fucking scientist, bro. Hey, bro. By the way, does That's um, too much for me on there. <laughs> does biomass hold a charge? If so, can a balloon sift? We it? could probably Google that, but they probably well, had to look it up in a fucking. Well, Encyclopedia Britannica. Well, you know, Britannica. Um, Britannica? I know. That's just, it was always tough to say. And that local, bro. Britannica, cuz. Botanicals. Holomalukia. Encyclopedia Botanicals. I had to look them up in the Holomalukia Botanicals, bro. Okay, anyway. Sorry. And then bubble hashes. <laughs> bubble hashes, like, I guess it's like your traditional, like, you know, you take some ice water and bag you know sift it through um collect that dry it out some guy and that's where it kind of like it separates you can have like people that do like traditional drying where it's like in a room they have it all like laid out on the table it's real like separated gives it like a lot of airflow so that it just dries out naturally and then there's people that use like freeze dryers like myself where just throw it in a freeze dryer and then like a day later what's the um advantages and disadvantages of a freeze dryer the freeze dryer, I definitely like the freeze dryer personally. A um, lot more control. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like set it and forget it if you have the right. Um, oh, like that one infomercial guy. Yeah. What was his name? I love set it and forget it. Set it and the turkey one. Or the chicken. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, have the right back. parameters. You can just like. Yeah, just fucking set yeah, it. Yeah, just put it Literally, in. Yeah. Um, so like that, you said like a day. For uh, for that, yeah. But if you were to do it like just open air drying, it, it takes like on your on your uh, conditions. Yeah, but then open Humidity air drying. Is your biggest, yes. Your biggest uh, factor. It opens you up for microbials now because you have a wet substance in an air dried room. A lot of pathogens are floating around, so you have essentially a substrate that'll mm. house microbials. So. You got to be very tricky in how you fucking get the humidity down on that spot, right? So, so. mushrooms and weed. <laughs> yeah. So you're getting fucking... Uh, Double whammy. Yeah, yeah. You're getting penicillin and fucking nice little high. It should be a good trip if you don't die. Um, but what was the original question? The what do you prefer I guess for pressing? If I could find a really good bubble hash, I, I prefer to smoke that. Gotcha. Like, if I could really, really find that. Um, but... Yeah, usually I'd be just been smoking like rosin press or uh, hash rosin. Hash rosin. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a. Uh, the thing that's um, pretty like, across the board. Yeah. I, mean, I had some dry sift that was fucking bananas, like super good dry sift, but the yield was so low off of what they had, and I was like, eh, it's probably not, probably not worth it. You know what I mean? I know. Um, on my feed, I saw like the other day, like Mother Rock, like doing some. Uh, diamonds, yeah. they're doing some cool stuff. Mechanical separation. Yeah, some people can do like put it in carts. Like to answer your question, put yeah. it in carts. Um, change like the consistency. Some people make it look like diamonds. So it just really depends. But is it losing it? <clears throat> Does it have the same potency, or is it like way less potent because you've pretty much squeezed out and extracted all the good stuff? I guess it really just depends on what you're going for. If you're going for most potent, mm-hmm. um, you know, I like the bubble hash because then you're like not going through. Too much, um, like, how do you say, manufacturing of it. It's just 
wash it, dry it, smoke it. It's as raw mm. as it's going to get. Yeah. yeah. Full spec as it's going to get. Mm. I know, to me, like... The least amount of steps. Yeah, mechanical yeah. separation, to me, like, you lose a little bit. What is mechanical separation? You get rosin and you press it again, right? And then, like... You, like, press it, like, press the terps out. You press, like, terps in different layers. And then, basically, you're left with, like, THCA. And that's just with one of those mechanical heat press things? Yeah, so, so how do they... could you're doing is um, you're separating it via viscous, like, uh, viscosity. viscosity. Yeah, so, like, lower temperatures melt off more viscous, right? Mm-hmm. Things so, like, yeah, temperature and... Heat and pressure. pressure. And pressure. So do you runs. press it and press it and press it multiple times? At different I don't know the tech. I, I just know the I general idea yeah. of oh, it. Right, like, because right. I've it, seen a couple guys do it. and You just keep pressing it and pressing it. But like, I've personally never done it to that. To that but at that point, you're just trying to get into a cart, right? Or you're doing like, um, I just, I mean, jar tech would be something that you put into carts, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's probably all we see is just the jar tech. But the mechanical separation would be good for what? Carts as well. Honestly, like I guess if somebody just wants to take a really Big dab of THCA. Oh, yeah. You know, like <laughs> there whole, you go. Whole Foods dabs THCA. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Costco All dabs. organic. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Kirkland. No, it's not. <laughs> so not what? Um, is too <laughs> much, is shit, too much Terps bad? <laughs> what was that? Is too much Terps bad for you? I know. That, I mean, like, scientifically, right? Like, t- too much of something can be bad for you. Terps okay. are like a, a gas. So, I mean, there's some Terps that are, like, really bad for you. Oh, yeah. Do they mostly affect you on a sensory level, like smell and taste, or do they actually affect you, like the psychology? You know, like are the, are terpenes themselves psychoactive, or are they just like flavorful and like that word essency? Shoot, I don't know on that what? one. That but word psychoactive. I don't know if a terpene flav- is ever psychoactive by yeah. itself, but I think in conjunction it'll make the THC more unique. But it, in the same way that like. Being able to smell a good steak while you eat it increases the experience of the steak. Yes. Right. The smell alone doesn't give you the sensation of eating and it. Like, I, that's not even like, I, I can't even tell you yes for sure, but like that would be such a high opinion yes for me because that's a good example. Like, yeah, you can eat a fucking steak and it'll taste like a steak. When you close your nose, you don't smell anything. You just fucking fork it down in blender, right? Yeah. Like a beautiful fucking steak done right with all these extra aromatics on it i mean that's the term aromatics right it's for aromas right. so like it gives you a different experience with the things you're cooking so you know like rosemary garlic butter on your steak fucking bam you know steak okay good that yeah so i think like the only negative of too much terpenes would be like a sensory overload it's not like you're gonna yeah be too high from it you're just like oh geez like it's like someone with too much perfume on or something it's like oh that's a lot oh a tata lot. you stink yeah. tata <laughs> I, I mean, you smell good, but you stink. You can, can you go into um, terpenes axe, a little bit? Axe body spray like is fucking a little thanking, bit. Man. Like, what are terpenes? So, like, terpenes are, like, the natural smells that you'll get off of, like, plants. Mm. There's also, like, flavonoids, like, that will act, like, for, like, taste. So mm. What's the difference between the two? I mean, I guess, like, flavonoids are, like, more for, like, flavor. Uh-huh. And then, like, terpenes are more, like, smells. Like, they're, like, just natural <coughs> smells that you'll get from plants. Like, you know, vanillas, vanilla. Mangoes have, like, myrcene. Mm. Peppers like beta caryophylline and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So gotcha. they have like these specific tones that make them up. Um, if you, what was I was just thinking about it right, right when you guys were talking uh, about the terps. Totally forgot. Oh, flavor, <laughs> smells. Do they get you high? No. Oh, like Ed Rosenthal, right? 
Like, I think in one of his books, he said, like, terpenes act like uh, the driver and, like, THC and CBD are, like, the car. Gotcha. So, basically, terpenes can, like, if you use terpenes correctly, I guess, if your body has them in store in your diet and you, uh, you, you take a high THCA or something like that, and that terpene mix can have a certain effect to you. I don't think all the effects are the same to everybody, but basically that's kind of like how the easier way, the, the analogy to to understand it. And as a farmer too, like terpenes actually is a genetic marker in cannabis. So like, that's how you know strains. Yeah, it's a good like, thing. Oh, sour too, diesel, yeah. bro. Like, like you can actually map them and identify them by that? Or I, how? I think it's more like, like I said, more rudimentary than so that. It's a, it's know, like the farmer would smell it like, oh, cause that's sour diesel. And then like your fucking, your eyes would go and recognize it, you know? So it's like that unique turp profile makes for a recognition of genetic profile even, you know? So Terps that's is a how. crazy world. It's yeah. fucking unreal. It's like how we live our life. Like, you know, we smell things. We How much of that gets into like these fucking wine sommeliers who just are like, woodsy, nutmeg, chestnuts. Did you just say sommelier? Yeah. Juicy sommelier. That's what they're called, right? A person who's like a wine dude. Sommelier. Sommelier. Yeah, like those people who are like, their noses point up usually. Wow. And they get skinny jeans on usually too. Wow. <laughs> I would say, how do you know you can taste oh, I love this shit. the terpenes? Because, well, it's, everybody you know I mean? could be like, different, right? Can you recognize it though? Like, the same taste? Like, if you, like how Khalil was talking about steak. If you eat the steak, am I going to have the same taste as you are? Like it, no, yeah, that, exactly. That be the same enjoyment. You know? Well, that goes on another rabbit hole of like, am I seeing what you're seeing? Oh, God, I don't even oh yeah, everyone's perception is different, Just right? Like, like, what is green? Is green yep. same to you as it is to me? Some people are colorblind and don't see greens like us at all. Well, not even like colorblind. It's like just a subject of. Thank you. Is that what it is? No, yeah. No, exactly. You're right. Like Val Kilmer, remember when he was that movie when he was blind, and like. He got his sight back, and he's telling his, his girl, like, we eat those? And that's a lobster? Oh, I guess. But, like, you know how everybody just kind of has a general consensus, I guess, then, like, that's sour diesel. Yeah. So but then how do you know? Yeah, like you're saying, how do they know they're all tasting the same thing, and, like, everybody isn't just being like, yeah, sour diesel. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Shoots. So Tastes like cinnamon. No, no, no. I meant uh, gasoline. THC cannabinoids are keys to locks in your body. Mm-hmm. They can unlock lots of different locks, but terpenes help direct the keys to specific locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in shout the shout out to Alex in the eighties, fucking awesome. Nice. In the eighties, we were discovering popping and locking. <clears throat> A lot of locks in that. Yeah. <laughs> in that comment. It's like Alice in Wonderland, right there. Yeah, or like lock and key. That one Netflix show. So um, a good way of explaining that. Oh, yeah. So shout out to Danko Waits too, man. That's the homie. He's um, he just they're listening to yeah, everything. Yeah. And they're kind of like they're getting shout outs on this podcast and fucking you know they're they're really enjoying what they're listening to. So nice. let's keep. We hope. Up. Thank let's you for listening. And you know, um, fuck yeah, SB twelve seventeen. Fuck that thing. Yes, um, death. So <laughs> death so now we're it. talking about fucking extraction. You know, like this is perfect. Because now that's not under. 
that no. bill because that was one of the things that was under the bill, right? Any yep. manufactured products not sold from a dispensary are illegal. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's that's like the dispensaries not even thinking about all the people that do this for like their kids. Well, not, not like elderly or even cancer like patients. Yeah. Like, who the fuck can go to a dispensary yeah. as a cancer patient? Like, fuck, dude. What happens if grandpa's at home and he's, like, pressing rosin, you know? And now you're going to get on grandpa's case because he's got some plates in his house? Like, It's just they wanted everybody to go to them. Yeah. And you know, and that's what's going to get public backlash because it's such a butt funnel. You know, I'm interested it. to see what happened with 669 because I'm not necessarily well, so opposed can, to being a legal wreck. Can you speak it up? Like, can you put it into, like, for people? Talk what it is? So, Bill 669 was... Uh, 21 and over adult legal use in Hawaii. It was up for, I think it's happening in a bunch of states at the moment that right. already have medical. I don't know if it gets, I don't know the details of it. I guess I could look it up, but I don't know if it completely gets rid of the medical program, but I don't think it does. No, I don't think it's going to rid of Because in California, there's still a medical program and a rec program. Like that too, yeah. yeah, so. I think that like with the, the medical program, it's going to kind of like push the small craft farmers into the medical program. You know, with SB 1217 allowing patient-to-patient transactions uh, or compensations, I should say, uh, now it's going to – medical program, it's going to take a hard left, and then people are going to be looking at the farmers to give them their fucking medicine. Now, with the full wreck, anyone 21 and over – so it's not saying that, like, you got to go to one spot. It's if you're 21 and over, you can consume your shit from wherever you got it from. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to one spot. You, you got to go to one of the three dispensaries on the island. Or yeah. I hope it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. Nah, hopefully not. I think a lot of people enjoy, like, you know, doing their own grows at home and making their own medicine and whatnot. Yep. You know? Totally, dude. And it's like... It's empowering. How much people... Yeah, and how much people I see come to the doors are like, oh, my God, this is the... And they're like car guys and shit. Yeah. They're like, nah, fuck my car. I want I want to grow weed now. I'm like, holy shit, that's cool, man. Dude, this guy came to the shop uh, on Tuesday and he was so stoked just to get like his seeds and like just a little dome kit just to start off, you know? Yep. And he was uh, retired, um, sir, you know, tired service and whatnot. So yep. he just came in and he was like, dude, I'm so stoked. Spent like an hour in the shop like just setting them up and whatnot. But I mean, like, he was totally fine. It was totally cool because he was taking it all in. I noticed, like, spending time with people, just, like, hanging out with them, talking to them, you can kind of, like, get their backstory. Yeah. I noticed that, too. Like, you get their backstory and you kind of, like, you know what they're looking for based on their backstory. And you kind of know the pukas at which they're trying to fill when they get there. But some people are too shy to ask, you know, or they don't even know how to ask or what to ask for. So like kind of just talking story like oh you're you oh what stage are you oh I'm just in veg these are my first plants oh yeah. okay he's in the baby stage he's gonna baby those plants like they're his oh, kids yeah. so let's put them on good you know like okay and get, give them the reassurance too like hey dude you ever run into problems with your babies well, I told him take pictures come down to the shop bingo you know bingo we'll try and help you as much as possible yep even like at the worst case scenario bring it in like bring your plant in. Like, it's totally fine. You have a car. Just tag your plant. Bring it in. We'll help you get to the root of your problem. No pun intended. So, yeah, House Bill 669 is um, establishes regulations for the cultivation, sale, and personal use of small amounts of cannabis, decriminalizes and regulates small amounts of cannabis for personal use, establishes taxes and cannabis sales, takes effect... <laughs> 322 
Oh, we're good. <laughs> Twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, I think I they heard do about that. that. Why did they do that? I think they do that to like be like, all right, cool. This is all drawn up, all very bit. We got a nice little test of how the public reacts to this. All right, it's time to fucking do it. And then just make another one. Change the date. Change the yeah. date. Because the other one was the year 3000. That's heavy. So weird. Wait, you wouldn't pay taxes till the year 3000? They wouldn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> no, it's saying like all these like rules and regulations <laughs> and shit wouldn't take effect. The law wouldn't go into effect making it legal until 2075. Right. But I don't know. Right? Some really this might that one, that one if they form because it doesn't say what the regulations and what all if the guidelines would be. It, though, you can kind of see where people's no, heads but, are at. Yeah, but know? that it doesn't say anything else. But what this could do is maybe it allows all the rec dispensaries to go fuck off and just go to the big farmers who don't give a shit and all those guys and people can go who don't look at his medicine can go get it from the rec dispensaries, and that'll allow the medical dispensaries now to look at the local farmers and be like, we need weed because our big guys left us because they went to go sell copious amounts to the wreck ones because they're selling like hotcakes, but we still need good, clean medicine. And when we know you guys are down, sure. House Bill 1217 is dead. So it's all the supply and demand, dude. That's what's going to happen in mm-hmm. the long run. Like, how could you cut off a limb? The money's going to go essentially right back into the community and into the, you know what I mean? Like, even if the guy's, are making profit it goes back into the community one way or another yeah you know what i mean so is it safe to say or is it okay to say that like the death of hb 1217 but the possible passing of 669 might be a good thing that way i don't know enough on 669 to even like formulate an opinion <laughs> i don't want to shoot myself in the foot <laughs> but based off of what you read mm-hmm. it opens mm-hmm. up cells for small farms Mm. Which I'm for because <laughs> as a fucking farmer, there's a lot of time, money, and disappointment, adaptation. There's so much shit that goes into a fucking farm. That oh, yeah, when I see else. when I see people smoking weed, right, and they're being really stupid about it, like you know, like um, really, <laughs> really, like it's almost it's almost like a it's almost like a dick measuring contest, right? I seen this one guy's post a twenty foot blunt. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, that's your thing. You want to do that? Fuck it. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you know how much time and effort went in just for you guys to clown on that shit. Oh yeah, dude. But maybe they got it from somebody that didn't put a lot of. I mean, maybe they put time, but there is time. Maybe they even, didn't put effort. Just to even get the. Flowers. Just to even roll that. Maybe some of those out. were those surplus fucking California things, you know? Yeah, I understand, but like, let's say like. For me as a farmer, like when I say like people are like, OK, what is your compensation? Right. And for me, if I was to put a price value on, I'm like, well, this should be this words and up, you know, that should never be. And they're like, Ugh. They, they would have that face. Ugh. Mm. It's like, holy fuck, dude. Like what? I'm sorry, but Brad, do you know what took to get into this? So every farmer out there that's fucking actually doing their own flour and producing medicine and for their community hats off to them because bro they fuck it's hard work bro. it's hard hard work like, but you think of some of these and you think and you think of some of these like mega farms in like oregon and california and all these things where they're just like putting out like well they have the the overhead and they yeah. have the fucking people to throw out there yeah. you know what i mean like, so, i mean those types of people out there because they're mass producing those are the guys who are kind of essentially 
like fucking the market. That, yeah, like devaluing it or making it seem like a uh, well, like Devin was saying, the commodity, right? Because right? now they can roll a twenty-inch blunt and like fuck around and do. Yeah. One pound dab no, slabs no, no. Yeah. and shit, just ridiculous, crazy <laughs> shit. That's, that's totally fine, dude. That's totally fine, but they gotta understand that, like, this is the medicine we're dealing with, it, and you gotta respect the plant itself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Jay from Dark Horse, he owns Dark Horse Genetics. He walks around with a fucking bowl, and he just loads a bowl and smokes a bowl. Okay, like real modestly. I mean, he could be this loud guy doing all kind of crazy shit, but it's always the the guys who grow that know the value of what like P we smoke small little dog walkers and then it's him that's like hey pay attention to your head because your head will change with every strain that we're smoking so it's like he he understands the plant and how like diverse this fucking plant is and he respects his work mm-hmm. you know so like I mean yeah let the people clown all they want but at the same time it's like for me personally as a farmer I'm looking at that like fuck dude I think, I think as an extractor that's the same thing like you gotta find like for the farmer, you definitely gotta find that uh, person that's gonna take your flower and do the right thing, you know? Yeah. Not like extract it and all of a sudden like smoke two grams off of it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, and those are, I think those are the people who aren't really looking at it as a medicine either. No. Because no. you don't see competitions or people trying to chase clout seeing who can take the most fucking Tylenol. <laughs> I mean, they do do that with other drug, other over the or but, prescription no, that's, medications. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, <laughs> that right there, those contests or whatever, if you may call it, and those you know people acting yeah, like, crazy, like you said, dick measuring contest. The, the dick measuring contest, and in the end, it actually helps us out because it proves that cannabis cannot kill you on mass amounts. That's true. Good. That's a good point. <laughs> right? Like, fuck. At least we got that on our belts with the clowning. Like none of these guys died. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you took fucking that much Tylenol, you'd be dead in front of everybody. That much anything. Anything. Water, even. Yeah. That lady drank the gallons of water and she yeah, died. Yeah, gallons. But I mean, you can drown yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, fucking, too much of anything will kill you except weed. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those long dabs that they're doing and they're fucking taking it to the neck. I mean, that right there would fucking convert that to water. That probably would make you sick. Would you consider, say, somebody takes like a fucking huge stupid dab like they do on YouTube and they stand up and they get lightheaded and pass out and crack their head open and die. Would you consider that a nope. weed death? Nope. No. Why? Because he probably had low blood pressure and diabetes. He just didn't know. <laughs> no, he was standing <laughs> no, in the wrong spot. It's diabetes <laughs> fault. No, but I mean, seriously, would that be considered? Could you chalk that up to like, well, if he didn't take that dab, it'd be dumb about it. He wouldn't I know. guess. Yeah, I guess that would be a statistic. Pass out, hit your head, boom. Like some head. final destination. But did you die from the fall or you died from weed? No, is it actually an overdose? Like, I died from weed. Or is it, I fucking, I got fucked up, I fell and I hit my head. If you would have landed on now, a, I alcohol, guess if you would have landed on a uh, thing of pillows, you wouldn't have died. No, but alcohol, if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, alcohol poisoning, you die from alcohol, alcohol yeah, yeah, poisoning. Yeah, no, yeah. It would be the table, the hitting of your head. Or yeah, the whatever table's that, a fucking statistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their fault for making a table so strong. But the weed I mean? made you pass out. <laughs> but if you would have landed softly, it wouldn't have it Yeah, wouldn't the, have the weed wouldn't have been. Childhood. You would have just woke up yeah. hungry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I'm well rested. Okay, I got a question. Do you need to change your extraction slash pressing methods when pressing a CBD dominant flower versus a one-to-one uh, versus oh, CBD flower versus one to one versus THC dominant flower. So basically, saying if the cannabinoids are different, do you adjust your tech? Kind of, yeah. I mean, like depending on what you want to end up with, mm. I would I would say that's the question. Like, if depending on what your end product is, 
or what your end goal is, yeah, then you're definitely going to have, like, a certain tech that you want to do. Like, say if you're trying to get into carts, you're going to have to put into, like, jar tech or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It up. But the but CBD, THC, and one-to-ones, do they even matter in that tech, or is so it just what you want in the end result? From my experience, I noticed that THC is more of, like, a liquid, mm. and then, like, THCA is more, like, crystal. Huh. So it just it depends on the viscosity of that cannabinoid. So CBD, CBD could be, like, a crystal. Because they have like isolates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, On TCA also bonds to a crystal, right? Yeah, because they have like because their isolate looks like a crystal. Right. Some right. some isolates look like distillate. Right. But, um, but extracting methods would be straight across I, the board. I would huh? probably be, be be the same. Gotcha. You know. Would you change the temperature differences for like a more I changed, CBD for terpenes, heavy? Right. You would change temperatures, correct? For me, like I change my temps when if I'm pressing something and I. So I like to do I like to do like this method where I get the patty and I'll put in like some parchment paper and I'll make like a square mm-hmm. <coughs> and then basically like a puck and then I'll put it on the the uh, like a sheet and I prefer sheets over bags because uh, the sheets don't have like seams in them so I get a, like a better yield off of it because stuff doesn't like get caught up and gunked up inside the fucking folds and all that shit. Yeah. <coughs> but depending on what like I'm like using and stuff like that, I'll just. Um, like, if, if I notice it'll start to melt in my hand, I'll go on a lighter temp, like, and, mm. and just, then, then what I'm going to do on a regular. Because some stuff, some heads are, like, a different stability, mm-hmm. especially after you extract it. Right. Like, when you make, like, like uh, bubble hash, right? Like yeah. Sometimes you put it, like, uh, like, Frenchy Tech, you'll put it in, like, a ball. Temple ball style. Temple ball style. Oh. And then sometimes it'll melt into, like, a nice little patty. Got you. You know? Some people, sometimes it'll stay into a ball. It's just the consistency of how well you do it, too. I want to touch on, like, um, early harvesting. Yeah. So I was growing Kauai. Was, um, he, he chimed in saying that he watched on full-term dry-cured sour D, and the, the color came out super, super, like, fresh frozen. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, like, the full spec that you can get, correct? Other than it being live, fresh frozen, yeah. um, dry-cured comes out pretty good, too, right? And yeah. If not, just as good, right? If you take care of the material, yeah. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. he's a fucking damn good yeah. grower, and he's really, you know, especially that sour D he got was fucking legit. So, like, you yeah, I could get, see that coming out. You might even get a better yield with some of the dry, That's what I heard, yeah. Heads, you know, right. But um, also, like, what do you think about the mainland and doing early harvesting for the, the look, for the white? look i don't know i feel like that's like a f- that phased out you think so i think people go for like you know trying to get the yield they're more smart about it yeah because i mean Got like you. the look is the look i think the yield is what most people the farmers and the extractor want you know because right. I mean, you're doing a lot of like again you're doing so much work just for that one run and then like say if you don't get the yield then it's like everybody takes a loss on it yeah you know yeah. um if it was, uh, like, say, people come in at six weeks with the trucks, you know, and then load the fucking plants up, bang. I guess it just depends on how much you got. If they were to go, like, a 73 or, you know, even lower micron and take those heads, because we all know that it's a smaller head, right? Yeah. So, like, would the yield go up? I, it probably in that. Uh, but also the stocks and shit would be caught in that, right? In that sieve would be, mm. would be up. So maybe you might have like a whole bunch of 45 versus like 70 and 90 mm. that you would usually have. 
So me and Stan boy. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Forty-five and seventy-five, it's ninety. The, like it's the eye of the the <laughs> micron of the the actual screen that you're sifting, correct? Yeah, it's like the size of the square. The holes. On, yeah, on, on the bags. So like some bags. Lower the number, <laughs> the, the smaller the screen. When you like wash, and you like have your bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, your bag will sit inside, like your wash bin and everything. And sometimes when you have uh, like bad bags. Basically, there's so much weight because it's not draining properly because the heads are going to block the, the hole. Right. Yeah. And so if you have like a lot of heads that have just been like smeared out because say it gets like too hot, trying to like dig all the stuff out. It's like a grinder when you grind it. It's all yeah, nothing can filter through. Yeah. yeah. Drain a little bit slower. When you put that weight on the bag, the micron actually stretches, stretches and uh. becomes a different like shape. So, that's so those know. ones actually, you can fucking get a different kind of uh, uh, grab out of well, it. I right? assume you get more plant matter in there. Yeah, exactly. Or stalks. Because now it's not filtering what it's gotcha. supposed to. Right. You know? So. So it's good to keep the, the the pressure at a minimal on the way out. I like a steady steady flow. You gotcha. Know? So what, where's the best bags for that? I like bolt bags. That's my personal. Where can people find those? Oh, at Homies Laboratory. You know. Uh, where's Homies Laboratory located? Oh. Nine four one five zero bitches. Oh, you never know. This was a yeah, job yeah, interview. Yeah. <laughs> he passes drug tests, by the way. <laughs> We're gonna take drugs. We're gonna test drugs. Bro, so <laughs> f- yeah. So fucking. Um, I noticed that me and Stan did this little side by side. I did the Blue Magoo cookies from um, Dynasty Genetics. Um, we did an outdoor run in my farm, mm. and we had an indoor run with the, under the Growers Choice Seven Twenties. So, uh, one's fed with mills, typical indoor setup, right? Mm-hmm. Mills fed, um, teas once a week, just to kind of keep give it that little fucking buffer, and then outdoor full organic sun. You know, brown when we fucking dried everything, and we did a sif. The the indoor got caught in the seventy three, and it yielded pretty good in the seventy three. Yep. But the outdoors a one twenty, and it yep. fucking spanks, dude. Big all harvested in nine weeks. So say you put that that one on the smaller sifting thing, would you just not get stuff through it? It would all be stuck on the top of the screen? Because the, the, the trichomes are bigger and they won't go through the holes? The idea is like your debris will be stuck on that top screen. Mm-hmm. So it's like a 220, 160. Some people do like a 90, 73, and then like a 45 on the bottom. Oh, so you like stack them. You stack them. And uh-huh. It's layered yeah, yeah. like that. And is, and each at each level is a different size trichome, which means whatever THC is yeah. in. It comes down to the gland head, yeah. Yeah. So it's on a stalk like this, and when yeah, you've seen Bud Naked's macro shots, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Bud Naked with the fucking awesome photography. Operating solo tonight, by the way. So with, bing, yeah. th- this shit breaks yeah. off right. And it's in the water. The um, yeah. So there's some heads that are just uh, some microns that it just falls right through, and there's a smaller micron where bunk it catches. Yep. And then all of it ding, 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 catches. And then that's the micron that you want everything in. And then, um, yeah, some of it, like like how he's saying, it, since it's not cold, it'll hit and then it'll go it's melt. So Just like the handling of it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or the micron would adjust via weight of the water and it'll catch something that normally it would just fall right through. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you scoop sand with your net and then your exactly. net's all fucking stretched out and your holes get bigger and, yeah. Best micron. Best micron? Yeah. Or is it like my Optimus Prime? Oh, I thought you... Yeah. Is it like my personal favorite? Like personal, personal favorite micron. I, I know it's straight What do you mean by micron right? size? I'm a full spec guy. So 120 and above? Uh, 
I, I like the, um, what you call it, 45 to 120, actually. Got you. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, because the work bag's fucking yeah, yeah. super high. Because, I mean, like, for me, it's easier because it's just, it's less bags. Yep. Some guys like to do the 70 and the 90. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Cool. So people are washing like six bags and then layers, and they yeah. take one out and take one no, out. No, I'm like out. fucking. I'm like, God damn it! I want everything I can get. <laughs> so like fucking, yeah, no, exactly. give me that 73. You know, like. So like, how many bags do you run? I do the 25, 73, 90, 120, and the two. 20. 220. So five bags. Yeah. yeah. They have like eight bag sets and whatnot. But yeah. yeah. But, but bolt bags has like this cool bag right now that's like a ring, huh. and you just put it on top of your like bucket. So it's not necessarily like a bag. So you stack just all these things. Just a filter rings. on yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like a filter. Ooh. And the cool thing about it is like if anybody's that's, you know, worked with bags before, they're like flimsy. So some people stack a whole bunch of buckets on top of each other. So that way you can have like the ability to just a little take, frame, the whole, yeah. take them apart, you know. Because then you got to like put one in and then put another in. and put mm-hmm. Versus like you just have like this stack that you can just take off. That's fucking so sweet. So, like, yeah. this guy's been making bags for, like, 20 years. And I got to meet him, and he was super cool. Um, he pretty much, like, designs them all by himself. And, like, he has some really cool, like, techniques for, like, the bags and whatnot. Mm. I'm trying to get some, him out here. So some yeah. Like we'll, we'll hold another part. We can do a, um, uh, here, pass me some a of that zoom. Or some. A zoom or something. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get him out That's here. So old, that we can I don't know if you guys want to smoke that. Yeah. What happened to the big jar? What do you mean? This is all good, dude. It's old. super crispy and like crunchy and old. I don't know. Just, I had that for like over a month, bro. It's, it's cured. Where's where's the know. big jar? It's between my legs. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> what? Where, where's the pun there? <laughs> the big jar between my legs. That's why you, you store things in your dick. <laughs> That's why it's crispy. You leave it right next to the candle. Right. You get one curd dick, <laughs> or one um. <laughs> What, what kind of jar is that? That's cool. Kerr. Kerr, Kerr, Kerr. What is this? Kerr. Un Kerr bottle. No, no, this is not. Le parfait. It's oh, not, parfait. It's not a... Parfait. Parfait. Can I roll one, though? <clears throat> right here. This is all you. I have a question. Shit. You have a question? What's up, Mike? What's your question? How do you feel about um, Brenton Ava changing his vote? Last minute. Do you guys see that? No, Explain what that well, means because yeah, I, I was confused to. about what happened there. Okay, so. Make sure your mic's turned up because we can hear be, you, but make sure your thing's up. Yeah. I could be um, wrong. Back. From what? Okay, so from the way I read it, I don't know. Hopefully somebody can correct me later if this is wrong. But at first he voted um, no. Well, in, in regards to what? Um, passing one of the bills. I can't tell you which one. Twelve seventeen. Was it twelve seventeen? He was like no, and then he was like yes to regulation or something like. Oh, something. is that yeah. when the check cleared or what? I think he. They, it needed. It needed his vote to move forward. If he voted, so he voted no at first because he said it's not for the people. So basically, it's not like he's saying yeah, this is for the dispensaries. Yeah. So no, and then I don't know why there's a second vote. I don't know how to show. I don't know how to politics and shit, but. Um, I guess there was another vote that came, and he realized if he voted no, it would have died. So he said he'd rather see it go through right now and try and make the changes after that, because they can still make changes. Right. What bill was that? I forget exactly. No, we got to find out what bill, bill, because... Let me look it up. Because we cannot come up with a, um, a formulation of his decision based what off of something on? we don't know. I saw this earlier, too. Yeah. I like Brendan Alva because under, he's I'm so, like, sure transparent. I like him, too. I want to make sure that what we're talking about is, like, really we, we know. 
the our House of Representative. Brandon. He used to be um, newscaster. Yep. The, the, guy, guy, is that the guy with the beard. Yeah. Like, something. Just, the beard and the mullet now. Fired. Dude. Did he? He also was like, "Oh, I quit because I couldn't handle what was going on or whatever." No, no, no. They, they, they were, were, they were censoring him. stories. Yeah, they're censoring him, and they yeah. fucking. That. He wanted to do shit about something, and I don't even know if he said what exactly the story was. Or but they, he he refused to report it. Maybe, but yeah, they basically was trying to control him SB, in one way or another. SB three seventy five. Oh, I don't know what is that one. He supports legalizing recreational marijuana, but not in the form proposed under SB three seventy five. After listening to testimony on the measure, he thinks the bill's current form leans too heavily in favor of commercial dispensaries over small-time growers. Good. So, yeah, basically that, that was it. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you guys right now, but, um, yeah, he changed his vote because he said if not, it would have died. So he wants to see it go through and then fight to make it better for the people, I guess. Okay. Just to get it in there. Let's get our foot in the door, I guess, is yeah, what he's yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, rather than just let it die. You know, no, 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 I see the progressive movement behind right. that. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 But on the surface, it might look like, oh, you was against the bill at first and afford the people, but now all of a sudden you're for the thing. Because, you know, the, the Hawaiians, like, fucking, they punchy, seen, right? So they go see him, like, hey, this fucker. I've seen, <laughs> like, politicians fucking... do that shit. That's why, like, I've seen it recently. And yeah. fucking, there's a whole bunch of us that are like, oh, this fucking guy, that's so dirty. Like, <laughs> so the question is, do you, with us, so right? the question is, do you believe him? When he says, oh, I did it because if not, the bill would have died. Whoa. I mean, he's trying to do shit for the people. Like, what is the other oh, thing? He just is trying to, I don't know if it passed. I don't think it passed. But what is it like? That's so about time bill? Out of state, yeah. Because it's like, I voted. Because he could homes. say, oh, I voted yes after. Because if I didn't, if the thing would have died. And I would like to see changes and make it better. Or it might just get passed exactly the way it is, motherfucker. And now right. guess true. what? You know true. What I mean? That is true also, bro. That's I feel like nobody's going to listen. Like, we can... I don't know. It's good that everyone goes and testifies. The public and just submits, wants it. But like, I also feel like they always have their mind made up already. Like, yeah. no matter how much testimony. But it's really good. I'm glad to see people testifying either way. Because yep. that's just something we need to do. You know, right. like, rather right. than be like me. It's like, oh, it doesn't do anything. You know, we need those people out there doing that shit. But, okay, so that's that, that's Brenton Ava. So what do, you get, what do you think about that? Like, him changing his vote like that? I think he probably has a progressive mindset. Um to, to see the changes for the people. But like how Eric was saying, that's kind of a gamble, bro. Like, I'd rather yeah. see it die and then we try to, like, restructure it that way by an example rather than just fucking let it go on and give these, guy, give these guys extra time to dance around and, and get it pushed through. So I think it's good that we just... I don't agree with what he did, but I can see what he's trying to do if that's his motivation behind it. But at the same time, like, I think we just let it die. Let the fucking people oh. handle this plan. You'd rather have seen him just vote no. And yeah. I mean, it, it's nothing towards him because, like I said, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, see yeah. what it's he's trying to opinion. do. But, nah, it's better we just let it die because mm. it was drawn up for one purpose, to funnel everybody into the dispensaries. So let's just let it die. Let the people show that we can do this first so that hopefully, like, five, ten years down the line when they try to pull this shit again, we have ample proof that hey hawaii's been doing this independently safely and you know and that's another thing that fucking farmers have to know that it's not a trap game this is a fucking you know get yours make yours because you gotta fucking be your you know you gotta supplement your farm yeah and you gotta feed your family but it's not a fucking look at me g6 fucking you know like it's not that it's not a fucking music video bro yeah you know, grow in 
in your mind, like grow with other people in mind. Camaraderie. Yes. Yeah. You know, like a farm, like, yeah, I can be the biggest corn farmer, but where does that leave me? You know, I'm holding all the chips. Everyone fucking doesn't like me. And if I fuck up, I'm the example. You know what I mean? Like, let other people do their things independently. But yeah, take care of the, give them medicine. But at the same time, be considerate of the other farmers, you know? Yeah. So hopefully we don't fucking run into this, this thing I think, again. I think that's just like farmer community. Everybody's got to be like, you know, cool with each other. And mm-hmm. They have to, they have to talk. Or have a code of ethics at least to abide by. Uh, yeah. Common courtesy, I think. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, we're all in it together, man. In the long run, whether it's someone growing three plants in their closet versus someone that has fucking a lot of hoop houses. Yep. At the same time, like, we're all fighting for the plant. So yep. that whole fucking, you know, get money yeah. attitude, is it's got to stop. Bro. And we live on an island, you know, like, you're going to see each other again. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, like, not only that, it... You're gonna you're gonna be that guy, and you're gonna fucking push, and you're gonna yeah. be that that hustler, hustler, hustler. Now you're under the microscope, right? Yeah. Once something goes belly up in your operation, people are gonna throw fucking shade at you. Yeah. You know? Rather than just kind of just do your thing and do your thing and just be quiet about it, and that's the thing I, I don't want, you know, like, and that's just speaking generally. It's not like ousting anybody or anything. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to. Have your own farm. Get some tested stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, go get it tested. Yeah. Drop it off the dispensary. Like, that would be, like, the ideal, right? Like yeah, and, you know, fair market. Yeah. Fair market. That's another thing that's ideal. Or, hey, yeah, I got a surplus of this. I'm going to go hit up the dispensary and get rid of it there. But I have a niche market that, that loves me. Or even, like, yeah. for, like, hemp. Hemp, hemp in Hawaii is pretty tough, too. I mean, right. like Hempcrete. I've, I've tried that. and. I tried growing that out here, and it's just the laws are super crazy as far as, like, the products you can sell and everything. And a lot of it, too, was the the people who fucking exploited it right off the bat that had to have these laws and regulations put into place. Like, let's throw flowers out there on my hemp farm, and black market flower grows. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people have been doing that, and that's why they have the laws and regulations for us. I bro. mean, it's a federal, it's a USDA thing, you know? Well, now it is, right? The Farm yeah. Act. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like, it's not... Like I had a hemp farm and that wasn't as far as getting the land. I think getting the land out here in Hawaii is like the hardest thing because mm. in the in the USDA side, they don't really have a 500 foot per uh, perimeter. Mm. It's basically you have ag land. You gotcha. Can, you can do it. And then in Hawaii, you, they have like this 500 foot perimeter, same as dispensaries. But it's just like land is just so expensive. Right. And right. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. It's like not only land now; it's energy, yeah. it's infrastructure in general, oh, sewage, yeah. water, all of that shit, bruh. And like, farming's not fucking easy, man. It's a lot Holy of labor, shit. Man. It's just like roof, like you know, like all those guys out there doing construction, working hard. You know, it's just like, and and like roofing and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're out there in the sun, it's it's hard work. And the letdowns. Know? So like, I think yeah. what construction is, you know, this is my cut. This is where I'm gonna hit it. Yeah. You know that for a fact. I'm going to build the structure because yeah. you know with farming, it's like, bro, Mother Nature throws fucking rain clouds. And then next thing you know, you got mold everywhere. Yeah. And that's why, like, I feel like farmers got to, like, talk with each other because yeah. you all live on the same island. Yeah. You know, you guys are all trying to do the same thing. And just why not all attack the same question? 
like as a team versus like individually and that's where like that trap mentality comes in because yeah. the trap mentality allows no room for anyone else to wiggle so, like, if uh, just a humble fucking approach to everything, brand a community base. And, you know, a lot of people say, I'm for the community and for the community. Are you really for the community or are you just presenting a product to the public? Mm-hmm. Right? Communal efforts comes with consideration. You don't fucking consider your fellow farmer. You're an asshole. You know, straight up. So it's a nice piece of art over there, dude. Sure. Eric's yeah, fucking like he's killing the role game. Nice. My work yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, take a picture of that. Kyle's been fucking just. Picture. Oh yeah. shit! Look at look at it's the like homie. I don't have the patience to learn. <laughs> <laughs> er- still Eric, work. man, good job, buddy. Delighted. Oh, and I get to light it. Fuck! Is this my birthday? Holy shit! Is it? Shout out to May, sister May. Hey. May. May. Happy uh, death of HB1217 day. Hey, the, the sister works so hard, man. Gotta get her yeah. back on here. She'll be good to get back and just to explain everything. Yeah, dude. You know what? Um, Hey, two weeks from now, May, if you want to come on, come on. We're going to have Celia on, too, at Fresh Farms. We can probably Zoom you guys, Zoom her, and then have you on. So let's try that. And if you know anybody, anybody who has washers... Let us know for screws we need to put our TV up. Fucking Home Depot. I think I know a guy. I think I know Home Depot. You just got to make sure you catch him when he's at work. Let's actually grab it for you. <laughs> the fucking, my nemesis is that TV stand. It was like a, it was like a four-week project. It's been a month. <laughs> <laughs> and all we need is washers. If you're listening to us, donate washers. <coughs> So yeah, back to washing. Um, <laughs> live plant, or I know we kind of touched into it, but um, live plant or dried cured material. I haven't done too much dried cured stuff because mm-hmm. it's hard to find. Yeah, it's hard to find somebody that's gonna let you do that. You know. Oh, because it's already flowering. I usually, I mean, like for me, I don't really grow too much because I got things I gotta take care of. But mm. like, as far as like working with people. Mm getting people to get like give you dried cured stuff yeah like especially if it's good flour right because you put good stuff in you can get good stuff out mm. so like it's hard to get people to like throw good flour into it so most of the time you get like those bee nugs and whatnot but speaking of bee nugs you ever watch those cali fucking um flown over packs no. the, the exotics you ever tried washing those no because like i just feel like everybody vacuum seals it too hard mm. so you're squishing all the heads you know what i mean like yep like not to mention this fucking cardboard has been sitting around for fucking years together, you know? yeah how is water gonna penetrate any of that you know and it's a problem uh, when taking pictures too it's like mexican <laughs> right. bricks right right i can imagine taking pictures that's when i could tell when it was like been vacuum sealed and, and that's shit, dude and you know if you were you were um photographer the why are people asking you to take pictures of vacuum suit shit that's not even theirs? Wait, that's what I'm trying to get at. So you, you were a photographer a for the oh, stuff, like, right? No, sometimes like if I'm going to just see something and I want to take a picture of it. Oh, like, okay. okay. So, oh. so it, it wasn't about the, the entries it's, and like... It's his live model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, you, didn't, you didn't find it on the entries when you're doing photography, right? Mm. Okay. Just well. say no. Just say no. Nah. 
I mean, if it was, then it's like you got to think about it. Like, okay, was that an actual entry or was it a flown over pack that they entered? Flown over pack. They would never do that. Uh, Yeah, none of them were flown over. (laughs) Everything was grown under the Hawaiian sun or powered by Hawaiian electric or solar. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, it's got to be. Got to be. Got to be. I mean, at this point in time, and congratulations to all the winners. Yes, congratulations to all the winners. Oh, yeah. Big up. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool, though. Like, it was, I mean, for me, that was a good experience. Man, that was a good opportunity for you to get out there and, like, so, uh, meet and show people your work because now up. everybody's seen that shit. Dude, you Lua. killed it, man. You Mahalo, fucking uh, did such a good job. Uncle Basie for having hey. me, and he invited me on. <laughs> nice. That was the shit. A lot of people were reposting your posts. And congrats the, to Jay, man. Fucking, tags, despite yo. the weather, actually yeah. pulling it off. Oh, yeah. Bruh. Dude, yeah. I was there Friday. He's the man, yeah. <laughs> bruh. Dude, Friday was fucking bananas. Dude. When that rain hit, like, fuck. Yeah. That, and, and yeah, man. they fucking trucked in a bunch of gravel, dude, to fucking redo the road. I had to pull someone out of mud with my truck. Somebody uh, was fucking stuck. Everybody over there, they, they yeah. hard for that. Well, I know yeah. that, that Jay kind of likes to take things onto his shoulders. Yeah. And I know he's dealing with a lot of stress. And Mother Nature never helped out that day. Oh, no. So, fucking, hey, props to him for just still smiling after yeah. all of that shit. I would have so much gray hair. Yeah. Ugh. Mahalo, yeah, everybody uh, care why Lua. That's fucking. That yeah. was a win for them. Good, yeah. good on them. That was a good event, man. I, I wish I could have made it, but I can't be at two places at once. Me too. I wish I could have went there too. Fuck. How I'm come? bummed out. I got, to, I got to check it out for a bit. But yeah. Yeah. No, it was oh. dope. They had a nice setup. Everything. Nice. Outdoor setup. The band. Super cruise. Everybody was happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the thing. The vibes were good, bro. Like the vibes good. every picture I seen over there, everyone's fucking having a blast. Despite the weather too, like. Bruh, it, that's a lot to deal with. A lot of fucking rain and weather, and then bruh, people just having the time of their life. Fucking, that's what I wish I caught more of the event. Wasn't able to. Hopefully, did they have other photographers there doing that sort of BTS I saw shit? Maybe I only saw okay. I only saw one other guy because so Thursday the day it started. Um. Not I mean I don't think too much people were there yet because it's a Thursday. You know it's the middle of the week, but um. So there wasn't much really to do while I was waiting for my samples to take pictures. And when I got my samples to take pictures, I was like, fuck, I was doing that for like a good four hours or something. So I miss when it like the evening time when everyone got off work to come kick it and, you know, the crowd. So by the time I finished that, it was like eight o'clock or something. And I just caught, um, I think it was Noilani Love up there with, with Brother Wayne mm. um, playing guitar with them. Shout out to Uncle Wayne. Yeah. Uncle Wayne Dubs. But um yeah, not, that's the only music I really got to catch. And then Friday just got poured out, you know. So they canceled the music. I was excited for the music that day, but yeah. they canceled Friday because it was just pouring rain. And mm-hmm. Saturday I was at the expo with you guys, so I couldn't really go to the club. <coughs> yeah. No, it Saturday. was good that you're able to go to both, man. Like I like that opportunity that you fucking got to go out. And, like, yeah, that was super nice that's to do that. Awesome. So thanks like to the guys at Carolina Mahalo to Kaika uh, Pakololo Farmers too. Wow. Him for a little bit, just out with him. All I gotta say is Antiferin. to those people that did those events, like, thank you. But next time, can we do it on two different? Weekends? That's exactly what this fucker said. Can we do it on two different? I weekends? know. I want. I really <laughs> wanted a fucking this is, goal. This is the communication we need. Like you know, like just just talk to each other. You know. Yeah, and like whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, it is what it is. It right. happened, but yeah. like next one, like it'll be nice to have, like, say the expo, right, mm-hmm. and then have the Kerwai Lua advertising their event at the expo. 
you know, like, doing something together, you know what Something, I mean? dude, yeah. like, because it would have been cool to fucking went to the, I really wanted to go, and it fucking hurt me to, like, not go. Dude, I mean, yeah. Big supporter of Jason and them at Care. It's just it's it's tough. a lot of work. I support Having, them, dude. Yeah. I had to say, I saw him today. I was like, dude, sorry. I had a, had a expo booth. It was good for both, but it could have been better for it both. It could Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, him sticking through everything, because he could have yeah. just been like, you know what? Fuck, shut it down. It's yeah. rainy. Uh, I don't want this stress. Shut it down. Fuck that. You know him, though. He's like, into planning those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that like, fucking guy can stay bubbly through anything. Bro, and it's a lot of money yeah. to put on all that shit, too. Yeah. You can't just, like, I wouldn't even we'll just know. do it next week. Like, fuck that. You can't just, like, yeah. reschedule it, bro. But then again, Mother Nature says, no, it's hard to fucking fight her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, and shout out to everyone what they there had to do. who but just kind of like looked on the brighter side of things, you yeah. know. And, yeah. and, and the way their venue is, if they had like an indoor space, then the weather wouldn't have mattered. But that's their, you know, that's the circumstances they have, it's right? They're outdoor farm. But yeah, dude, fucking under, that was awesome. Under any normal circumstances, blue skies, it would have probably been fucking crazy. It would have been, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like that outdoor yeah. setup they had was nice, yeah. dude. Like. It's a nice, like, I love that kind of shit when it's outdoors. You got mm-hmm. that it's stage It's like a festival out there. style, yeah. yeah. Especially if you really got Uncle nice. Wayno there, you know what I mean? And yep. That's an old fucking brainer. brings it all those old vibes back. Yeah. <sighs> and it was nice, man. It's too, uh, yeah, I mean, they still did it, though. Fuck, you know, they, they moved go, the music to, I think it's called the Pergola in the back, mm-hmm. which was cool. You know, I wish I was there to catch that even. It was more intimate, at least. You're no, killing it, man. Cool. I fucking, that's so awesome for you, man. Just fucking being able to have that opportunity to take all those pictures and, you know, do that thing. It was a cool opportunity. That's so fucking badass. And shout out to Fire Farms for the Sour Sop winning. Cleaning house on that one. Winners. Winners, winners. A lot of good comments about that. Dude, and you know what? That's what we're just fucking talking about. Like, the actual care for the plant and having people to actually give a fuck on your farm. Like, that's the shit as a as a a farm that's a perfect example of a farm that should be able to operate and you know it's a it's a fairly from what i see it's a fairly sizable farm um it, they're able to operate in consideration with everyone around them and still fucking kill it bro and you can see man like so like i mean i don't know everything like you guys know all the technical shit but just visually too, like you know the character that goes into it you know what i mean when we're getting like kind of close sometimes to it you can really tell i think you know and you know another thing is that the weather really fucking exploited the growers because if you didn't dry and cure your shit properly once that weather touches your bud you're getting sponged <laughs> so yeah that's shout out to the growers of drying and curing properly too a whole big game in itself it's part of the grow i think like it's part of the whole you know, the consulting whole don't stop when the harvest happens bro. it goes past that into the fucking it doesn't stop until it hits a jar you know oh, yeah. so i tell people like if you're doing a whole consulting packet it starts from the seed all the way to you know we put it in your jar and you consume it so that's perfect you know what i mean same with same with me you do the wash from the wash all the way down to the you know like the press final product yep, yep. Do you want to do temple balls? Temple balls, you know? And that's the best way, like, for your education purposes, like, that care and steps, bro. People are going to fucking see that and be like, huh, there's no way for me to fuck up. You know? Or if I do, I know where to fucking find homie, and then he's going to tell me exactly what I did wrong. It's only time.
time, right? We mm-hmm. only have a certain amount of time to do so much stuff, so it's just, yep. yeah, might as well do it correct and save some time on yourself. That's a, uh, dude, fucking consulting is, is, I realize that it saves people so much time and money that it's worth the lesson, you know? Yeah. Like, like yeah. You're not gonna, I'm not going to learn how to cook a pie, just f- bake a pie, just baking a pie. Like, I'd rather someone just show me how to bake a pie and I watch them and then go from there, you know? That's why, I, yeah, like, that's why I want to bring some guys out that yep. can definitely, like, improve, like, the hash game out here and everything and just do, like, a class. Everybody come together, check yep. it out. Yep. Hopefully, I got that in the plans, but. What's the hardest part of a girl? Like, at what what part of the process is always the hardest for you? Like, oh, fuck. Like, Late flower. Flowering? Late flower. Oh, like late flower. When you're about, like, two weeks out, like, especially now, when rain comes and you're like, fucking mold. It's out of your control so, already. You know so I mean? more of like time of year, you mean? Yeah. So that's why you adjust your cultivars. Yeah? You adjust your strains. So like I like to personally do because Hawaii is pretty much median. We don't get spikes in temperature. We don't get spikes in fucking or drops in temperature. So, But rainfall. But rainfall. So The humidity. Yeah. Wintertime, I do sativas, which is kind of the opposite. Mm. And summertime, I do fucking indicas. Mm. But um, my indicas are trained out to where they don't retain a lot of heat and don't, they're not exposed to a lot of heat at that time. So mm-hmm. a shade cloth would, might be a good example to put up over your greenhouse just to kind of like if you r- want to run indicas, you dumb down the fucking the, the par coming through and just kind of lighten up the fucking summer load because it gets fucking hot. Yeah. Okay. What about like weather aside though? Like say it's indoor and weather is not like an issue. Like, just growing the plant itself, like, what is the hard part, you think, like, getting through? Uh, cloning and propagation. Mm. Mm. Like, is that the work, you mean? Just the work of doing that? Or no, is it, it's like... I like to think that the hardest things are the things I can't control. Mm. So, like, if I can't control cloning, like, if my mothers are slightly off and the clones are taking forever, I'm biting my fucking nails, you know? Oh. Or the clones look sick. I'm like, fuck. They got a disease, I got to throw them away, you know? And then the plant's probably sick, right? The mother. Could be, yep. Could be the mom sick. She has a bug. All kinds of shit. It could be wrong. That's why, like, propagation is probably the most nail biter of everything. Mm. What about what about you in pressing? For pressing? Yep. Cutting paper. Oh yeah. Bro, cutting paper. Hardest. That's hardest like part about pressing. Bro, when, yeah. I mean, like, some people like that do the folds, the directional folds, and everything. Yeah. Like, just getting the paper that you want, the size and everything that fits in the plates, and it's the perfect length yeah. and everything. It, so what it about pours out cutters? directionally yeah, out the exactly. thing. <laughs> just cutting that paper takes forever. Paper cutters? You ever thought about that? I Well, I, I mean, I used, to, I used to cut the paper, and then I just ended up buying it, you know, like, pre-folded. It, oh, nah. It, they sell it like that. I'm trying to bring that in. Bro, how's that for a fucking market shifter, bro? It's like, oh, I just gonna. You'd be sell. surprised how much a pre-folded paper. That's will true, cause save you fucking time. dude, canna brushes. Mm, yeah, like those we, things. We sold out ridiculous. so fucking fast, and I tried to reorder, and they're out, 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 like out, out. People like those, yeah. Cause it cuts your trim time in half, and yeah. it doesn't beat up the bud. Time is money, and money is time, right? You ever seen the damage a scissors does, especially if you're side blading a bud when you're trimming? Bruh. It's pretty substantial damage on the trichome. When you look up close and someone side blades the bud, like, 
that's it. Oh, all that trike's gone. Smeared. Yeah. And um, all stuck to the scissors. Yep. And you know what's crazy? People hate on um, trim machines, but my boy has one, and he's like, he fucked up so much times that he dialed it in. Oh, dude, the fucking. In fact, the <laughs> the ice cream sundae, the one you took pictures of, that was in the tumbler, bruh. You can, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was tumbled trim, bruh. It wasn't even fucking hand trimmed. It's whole, not bad. My whole thing with machines. Is that enough for the three joint? That three didn't have joint? no leaves on it. Yeah. My whole thing with like the like machines and everything, it's it's like you said, you gotta have it doubted. Yep. Some people really hate machines, but like. He scoot over a little bit, dude. Huh? He scoot over a little bit, bro. I feel like you're all I actually can't, dude. You can a little bit. No, we size it for the camera. I actually can't, dude. My my arm hasn't moved. My arm doesn't. You have to got. I feel like you just scoot over. Fucking close to me right now, dude. You got closer to me. I can't go over anymore. My arm don't like. It's gonna be. We can't pull over any further. I just feel like it's you're. Not, it's not our water. It's it's God's water. It's like if this was us sharing a king bed, you'd be <laughs> like in the middle of the bed, and I'm getting pushed Brad, to the edge. You need my body you pillow. To put you the fuck arm up. in the middle. Well, no, just try, just try, scoot over just a smidge, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's all the space I'm willing to give. Cut in half. The arm can come up a little bit. Well, fuck, Mike. Make up your mind, goddamn it. That's too much. Jesus, said a little bit. Right. Jesus. Right there. there you I go. just Good. fucking sit on my lap already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard to fucking come back with a tease without like we're on camera. You know what I mean? The homie tease would have been a little more vicious. Uh, uh. Any questions in the chat? No, dude. I mean, but we're staying steady with the whole talk. Everyone's kind of like listening into what we're talking so about right now. I have another yeah. question, man. Um, for Kyle, what? So what do you have like a dream set up to press? Like what is like state of the art right now? Ooh, somebody and fishing out there, son. I have no idea. Like I, just a question fishing. I thought of. I'm not gonna even know. And you have to explain like what it does and what it's for because I have no clue. Answer it. And the it. price <laughs> and where he can find it online and um. The dream setup would be at OGS. Check him out. Oh, there you go. Buy. No, but like you know, if money wasn't like a thing, like and you wanted to buy this, like and then what does it do? You I'm know, a big big fan of i wanted to bring this brand into into hawaii but i couldn't because they don't do wholesale okay so i was just like okay shit like i can't do it but i still like them but ice extracts has this really cool fuck yeah dude it's a it's like a stainless steel washer so like the traditional little five gallon like uh, clothes washers mm-hmm. that they use and they convert them into like hash washers that's um it they basically made like a it's like a 32 gallon and a 74 gallon and like a 120 gallon and like a 200 gallon Damn. one. But like, 200. I think the one I would want would be like little boxes, dude. 38 and the 74 for personal. Yeah. Once you start getting into those big washes, it's, it's like a lot of weight. It's yeah. a lot of water. Everything gets like super heavy. Uh, do you start like losing anything at that point? Like on a like on a 200 gallon, like you know, that's a lot of stuff. I if mean, if like, you're doing it well, I don't think so. Yeah, right? Cause the, it it's scaled up, right? Yeah. You probably have to dial it down like on certain strains mm. oh, first, and yeah. then because some because not everyone's gonna like uh, dump the same way. So really, like the genetics of what you 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 know like you run and you wash like plays a big part into it. So like. Um, like when I when I learned I, I took a Frenchie class so like um, the way that he said was like you know like when you give credit to people that um, like you do extractions for it you usually do like you know the breeder then the farmer 
and then the extractor but um and like you know that order because the breeder is the person that like came up with the strain mm. farmer is the person that came up and like farmed it and like right. grew it and then you're the person that came up and like extracted it yeah and like the way that he put it was uh you translate basically what the farmer is trying to give like through your extraction kind of deal you know like the seeds. and what the breeders trying to right so it kind of just it trickles down this fucking yeah. crazy yo well, it's like how wine is, right? It's like a lineage. Yeah. So yeah. wine, you go with the fucking the the species of wine that you're using, which pretty attributes to the breeder, yep. wherever it came from. Yep. And then you got the vineyard that put out the wine, and then you got the people who process the wine. If it's not single source from the vineyard itself, usually the same though. Vineyard fucking uh, bottler, yeah. Really. No. No. Because that's the whole thing. Is like the was it the torar or something like that, uh-huh. or the of the land or. It's supposed to like help with like the flavor and right. How Where it's grown. Every little nuance. You never yeah. saw a walk to remember. No, a walk in the clouds. <laughs> walk to remember. Hope That's a different one. That's a different one. Super That's a different one. That's a different one. That's a different sad movie. A walk in the clouds. That was the one with Keanu Reeves in the wine vineyard. Did you finish explain? Did you finish explain the oh, the machine? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, I know sorry. We, we came off. So it's like a yeah, it's just like a giant stainless steel food grade washer, and to me that would be like the dream it's like does it operate like an actual washing machine like it agitates no way or like how yeah, does it yeah it has like a it has like a bottom propeller so it like spins on the bottom and then you just have like all your material inside and it'll do they'll do the um the swirling for you and everything so um, how does that work though so like it's doing that in a micron bag so you some people put it in different squares like micron cubes so they're called like work bags They'll just uh, put like maybe like five hundred thousand, depending on how big the work bag is. And they'll throw it inside the, say the the washer. Or some people will just throw like I like to just throw the material in. So it's straight just, in. Yeah, water, ice, and material. So not in bags. Already. Not, I'm not a big mm-hmm. fan of bags, but I mean that's just my personal preference. Some people I don't really know how to work it as well. As some people do with bags. Mm. Yeah. But that's just that's just like how I do it. I'm I'm really. I'd like to say I'm lazy, so I'll try to do some stuff that would be like, you know, save some time. You're not lazy, you're efficient. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. Efficient. Yeah. So. So those, those as compared time. to what? Like, like, so what are you doing right now? Like to wash compared to this dream machine that what you would want to get. Oh, just like the smaller plastic like, so version. Oh, yeah. that's what they're doing. Yeah. I don't, I don't really do like the hand washing. I've, I've done it a couple of times, but like for me, the hand washing, my Every stroke. So is with like a, a paddle then? Yeah. yeah. Using a paddle? Oh, yeah, it's fuck. just like a different barrier. Oh, pull you guys. So sometimes, like, once you go through the material, you'll notice, like, after a certain amount of time, you have, like, to wash with your material. Even though it's at a good frozen uh, temperature, It you, you just, like, start getting this chlorophyll. So you'll start getting the color starting to come out from the leaves into, the, into your extract. Oh, so, shit. Um, I like get that purple, huh? You seen, seen the purple hat? The purple's cool. Makes it look like like wines coming out. Yeah, but it's yeah. in the trichome. It's not in the plant material too. Some of it's though from if it's like I'm sure it leaches, but at the same yeah. time when you look at the microscope, the plant the the trichome has the purple in yeah, that. It's dish, so though. crazy when it has that. That's yep. the fucking shit right there. But yeah, that that would be probably like the the main thing for the setup. Mm. Everything else is pretty much like the same, you know. How do you drain the little washer thing if there's no bag in there? Oh, so it has, like, you have, like, another bin that you would 
drain into. Drain into. Oh, so it has to be like elevated, yeah. yeah. So this one's Gravity. like on stilts. So it has like like four legs, but. And then you just run it through your screens then. Yeah, you do the wash, drain it, run it through your screens, bolt bags, and then uh, basically recycle the water back up if mm -hmm. you want to recycle. Some guys are doing this thing where they're just dumping all the water after one wash mm -hmm. and then like refilling it again. To me, that's like a lot of water, mm -hmm. but that's just what some people do, you know, nice. just to get like certain qualities. So that way they don't get that green chlorophyll. Yeah, because the second run would be like degrading. You get like a degraded product as you do it more and more. I think that's enough for the three paper bags. That's a lot. So you're after trichomes, basically, though, right? Yeah, definitely. You're washing? The hunt, the hunt for trikes. Yeah. Like, stable ones, too. So is that where all that's the... That's thing. All the cultivar has yeah, different so fucking... So plant things. matter, all that shit, nothing, then. Don't need it. Just all the trichomes. That's all you need. Because, like, the plant matter is, like, carbon, right? If you smoke it, like, technically. And then the trichomes hold your THC, your terpenes. So as those vaporize and yeah. you... Biomass versus active ingredient, right? I guess so. Yeah. Concentrates are the best way to go. Then I've well, heard sort of that, that's the way I look at it. Is like if I you're think gonna I tend to agree with you, though. You yeah, I mean? like concentrates, and this would probably be like the whole foods of concentrates. Mm -hmm. You know, like maybe some people might view like because it's solventless. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, okay. Let me. I, I, I like solvents too, though. I was talking uh, <laughs> about an economic <laughs> standpoint, right? Yeah. So like, when you're buying wheat. Right, so this, uh, they buy Ooh. wheat. Say that you you buy wheat, right? Or you compensate mm -hmm. your your farmer for <laughs> legal one hundred percent patient versus, to patient transfer. You, know, you got the fucking the the regular farmer wheat. Uh -huh. Pretty much, you see it not trimmed perfectly. Looks might not be on point as some of the stuff that you get from California. Right. But when we're talking about, and I say this test is like, you know, twenty grams or milligrams per gram or whatever it may be, right? Or 20% THC, and then you have something of the indoor variety that throws super high THC. Mm -hmm. But like like 32. A, 32, whatever. But like the, you know how the trichome, it's at a bigger on the outdoor than on the indoor. So the yield of the wash from outdoor sun-grown would be a higher yield versus the indoor fucking Zaza exotics, right? Because of the head size? So you're getting more. the head size. So let's say even overall yield of your rosin. Let's say you get two ounces per pound outdoor. You get one ounces per pound indoor. Right. right? Let's say that's your numbers. Um, is it safe to say that the price per pound of weed is well under the fucking value of what the outdoor should be versus the, out, the indoor weed is overpriced? Because of the active ingredient in trichomes and the yield that we would get out of the two. Oh, oh, oh! I, oh, that was, a, that was not a Jeopardy question. Uh, um, yeah, it was just straightforward, and I'm trying to like make it as coherent as possible no. to people. No, I guess for, because we're not smoking, <laughs> we're not smoking plant, right? We're, we're smoking. I guess it depends if you're if it's like if it's rec or medical. If it's medical, you want the cleanest stuff, right? Let's say they're both clean. One's indoor, one's outdoor, but. It's proven that the outdoor has a bigger gland head and a higher wash yield. It pisses more than the, the indoor. I like the outdoors always. I mean, that's my thing. But let's, let's now scale what we know, scale back to a pound of indoor, pound of outdoor. Mm -hmm. A pound of outdoor is $1,000 a pound. A pound of indoor is $2,000 a pound. Mm -hmm. Is it safe to say that we overpriced the indoor at this point in time because the trichome yield is so in favor of the outdoor? Mm. Yes, because it sounds like you're basing prices on THC content. 
not THC content, but trichome density, the 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 concentration of trichomes on that. So a gram of weed of outdoor, a gram of weed of indoor. Let's say you wash both of them and you have fucking point two. 20% more yeah, like on, the outdoor. on the outdoor. Right. Like a two on the indoor. So it wouldn't be more bang for your buck to get the cheaper pack outdoor knowing that, that it'll wash more, it's grown quality, and it's fucking not only safe, but it's better. It has more of that active ingredient you're looking for. Well, right? I, I mean, if, I'm, if I'm getting a 2% on the indoor, like as a return from washing it, Probably not gonna wash it again. Well, I'm d- again. that's just numbers. I don't even know those numbers, so I'm yeah. just throwing out numbers like a gram. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. Like, is the starting material worth it for the end product? And is it like economically? If I was a consumer looking at a, a pound of weed outdoor, a pound of weed indoor, oh, I have a knowing. I guess that depends on your consumer. You I have. Know? Like, well, okay. If the I consumer now knows what we know mm-hmm. now, that for me, I'll, I'll I'll buy the really nice thing. Because I want to taste something different. You know what I mean? Right. But tasting and looking is the nice thing and the tasting are two different things. So, okay, me as a consumer, I just listened to this podcast. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to buy me an ounce of weed. Mm. And I got a farmer friend that's growing good quality weed. Mm. I have a fucking farmer indoor growing good quality weed. One price point is $200 a fucking ounce. One's 150 mm. Should I go with the 150 route or the $200 route because the indoor and the blah, blah, blah. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, knowing that we know now that the trike's going to be bigger in the outdoor, <clears throat> would it be feasible to go? Out? And is this undercutting us? Like, should this be well, more? Wasn't that better then? Yes, but shouldn't this be more? And that be a bigger producer? Is that what you're saying? In, in but is the price based trichomes? Is the price be on the indoor more because of the labor and all that shit? The overhead would yeah, actually overhead. proportionately yeah. make it feasible. Well, right? here's the thing then. It's, this is what I was going to say is like the analogy of like when you want to like, do you want to use like Wagyu beef to make a dinner or do you just want to use fucking time supermarket beef? To make a dinner? What you mean? I don't know, like your end product, the steak you're going to end up eating at the end of the night. Do you want it to start with like yeah. quality good shit from the beginning? They're no. both steaks. You're gonna eat a steak at the no, end no, of the no. night. No, no, I think I think that's you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. But Wagyu's way expensive, and just Time Supermarket's so cheap. But if no. you really just want a steak, you could buy the Times <laughs> no, one. No, 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 no. So no, th- is that not a good analogy? That's not a good analogy. Shit. I think I would. What I would do is. Oh, that was a fucking. That was a roundhouse. That was a roundhouse. Yeah. I was trying to use it for your, what you guys might understand. Was that the question you wanted to yeah, ask? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, because I, I, I would I would wash. I mean, like for me, I would wash the outdoor. Hundred percent, but that's washing. But like, say as a consumer that wants to just buy weed, you know, like hey, I heard on a podcast that outdoor weed has a higher yield off of a wash than an indoor. Now, me as a say, I'm a fucking straight. Like, I want to, you know, I want to make sure that I'm getting the most bang for my buck. As the consumer, are you buying the ounce to make? No. To wash? No. To just to smoke? Just to smoke it. Just but to smoke? Okay, no. And one's 100 and one's two, one, 150 and one's 200? It depends on how much you I think 150, bro. Out. No, no. I mean, like, be, being a consumer, like, we think this will sway um, people, their approach to buying cannabis. Like, instead of me buying it indoor because of the looks, now I'm going to factor in, like, hey, this has bigger gland heads. The outdoor has bigger gland heads. This is what I'm after as a consumer of cannabis, period, is the gland heads. Shouldn't I just go in that direction? Yeah. Does bigger 
but less gland heads equate to the same thing as littler but more gland heads? I never did say it. Why I'm asking yes. that is well, I'm not the guy to ask. Well, I mean, like that's depending on the genetics and everything. Right? Okay, right. but it. But so for this, if it is it, the same thing, like same same. For this scenario, every, same strain, same everything. It's just, just indoor outdoor. You're just everything. basically charging like the different labor, like you're saying. Right. For the same product. Mm-hmm. So, so as a consumer, I would look hard on the outdoor if it's safe. Be inclined to purchase from the outdoor because not only a I'm getting more of what I'm looking for that's getting me high and that's getting my medicine. This has more density of medicine than the indoor. Yeah. So that would kind of be a. Well, yeah, that, that makes it an easy decision. Go with the outdoor for 150. No, I just want to tell what you. if the outdoor was know, 200 like, and the indoor was 150? Then yeah, that's I the dilemma. Like, then I'd still go outdoor because I'm looking for the bang for my buck, right? I think it just really depends on what you really want. You know, like mm-hmm. I, there might be some really good guys that grow like really good indoor and you just want to try it out. So it's well, let's say for the sake of our experiment that one is 73 and one's 120. And our yield is almost double outdoor than indoor on our washes. So now with that information. Yeah, but that doesn't matter to the person who's just buying a smoke it. Who gives it a, they don't give matter. a fuck. Well, it should matter because that has more active ingredient. Well, are they in washing it. it or are they smoking it? So let's say, oh my gosh, they say we're smoking <laughs> it, right? So who cares what you, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, because <laughs> what we're smoking it, we're smoking a higher concentration yeah. of what we're looking if for. If you're washing it. If you're washing it. But we're not washing it. Okay. Then, <laughs> then why do you say we're washing it? No, no. That's just a reference that you're giving me. It's, right? one, of these, yeah. it's one of these word math equations with extra information that's just there to throw you off. Yeah, we're not washing it. Yeah. Don't read fucking Timmy goes to the grocery store 57 Blue steps cheese. when Blue you're cheese. counting the fucking eggs he's looking for, you know? Okay. No, it's a no-brainer for me. And, like, like I just want the, the normal consumer who's, who's giving their money to c- compensate. That's me. So Me, for so one fifty the deal. Raja, all day. And if the indoor or out indoor is cheaper one time one fifty, then hey, I'll take that one. Yeah, they say they both two hundred. They're both two hundred. Ooh, there. Are you, you go. fucking there you serious? You guys are real. Okay, no, I was, I was yeah. being more realistic because people are in- inclined to go with the outdoor looking exotics because it looks good. It carries more weight. They're like, oh, a fucking ounce right here in a small little fucking nug. Boop. One ounce. Right. Uh, it, outdoor would be like a fucking huge Ziploc bag, fluffy, but still jam-packed with trichomes. So what you're getting here is more what you're looking for than something that's... Then I would take the... If if they were both 200, I would take the one that looks better because then I would like flex at my house and just leave uh, my jar out on my desk and, and be like... Thank you for that honest fucking throw. That's a lot of weed, man. Even yeah. though I know it's, it's still one ounce, like... But like not, not only is it like jar. you still know it's one ounce, it looks nice, but you've just bought more plant. <laughs> Whatever. It didn't cost me any more. Correct? It's, it's going to get me high, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but is it really? Like, for real, is it really going to get you that much more high? I mean, wouldn't the, the outdoor I cannabis? Think it depends on how much your body can intake, right? Yeah. Let's say we fucking smoke it right now, dude, and we get super stoned off of this fucking outdoor, and then we get kind of stone with the athena shit and then <laughs> oh, chemical enhanced weed yeah so the athena shit gets this kind of okay stone so like but we paid you know equal amounts for both of them so wouldn't we be inclined to go in with more outdoor approach knowing that we just consumed more of the active ingredient we're looking yeah, but for everything was the same so they're both organic or not organic like everything was the same indoor versus outdoor that's what we agreed upon right yes and they're both 200 yes yeah i'm taking the one that looks bigger 
Whoa. I mean, it's honest. If they're all the, if everything about it is the same, and I have nothing to worry about the bigger one and why it's bigger. But you just bought more plant. No, I didn't because it's still an ounce. You bought the same. It's still an ounce. (laughs) Wait, wait, they're an ounce of weight, right? Yeah. Yes, this is an ounce of weight, but the active ingredient we know is double. In the indoor, I thought they're both the same percentage. No, one's indoor, one's outdoor. We know that. The outdoor so washes that, double right, of the I, indoor. I'm just gonna right. pick outdoor because I don't. I, I, I think we. So please tell me you guys so understand. Okay, what I'm so talking I about. guess the moral of this story is if you're patient to patient transferring and you're <laughs> you're getting it and you're being asked like which one do you want, ask the question which one has more trichomes, and go with that one. Is that's what you're kind of saying, right? Pick the one, even though the one might look bigger. Because it's fluffier and bigger buds, but they're ultimately they're still an ounce each. Well, wouldn't that be like part honestly, of the theory of like? Honestly, uh, I'm not a big looks person. The nose knows. The nose so knows. So if you smell it, like that's what you're gonna really mm-hmm. go for. I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna go off of looks. Like I'm gonna go off of the smell. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But at the smells, same time, like fuck the people are buying with the eyes. It smells nice, but it's two hundred. But it looks horrible. I'll, I'll probably pay the two hundred. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, then if you know the person you're getting from, they'll be able to yeah. tell you like all those kind of fine details. Yeah. But a lot of people don't even think to ask that. Like, and for oh, the record, know. I wasn't trying to steer your guys' no, yeah, opinion. Yeah. No. I was just trying to get it clear of what I was asking. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because that was fucking uh. burning inside of me. Like, understand me. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, Because cool, it's like, cool. can you imagine going into an unnamed dispensary and asking the bud tender between all their selection on their $45 eighth fucking roll which one has more trichomes so i can make sure i get the most bang for my buck you think they would like know if they're a good bun tender they should know bun tender they would (laughs) they would refer to the thc content okay not but does that really does trichome amount and size and all that actually equate to thc level no it creates to more entourage more terpenes within that trichome there's more the trichomes are where all the thc is stored right yeah, because it could be higher concentration of yeah. trichomes. It could be a higher content of terpenes. So, like, on the $45... Whatever the genetics says, right? On the $45 row, and I say, which one has the most trichomes? And they say, this one does, but it's fucking only 22%. And this one has less trichomes, but it actually comes in at a 32% THC. So are you going to take more of a less THC trichome or less of a high THC? Well, you're going you're going you're going THC content, not weight of the THC itself. So the 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 density of trichomes on that bud. But that's what I'm getting at is like so 20 percent on a high yield trichome. Right. So low THC content, a ton of trichomes. Right. Or you could go low trichome content you know maybe half of what the other one was trichome yield but those trichomes are fucking putting out 32 percent thc it's putting out thc but we're talking entourage effects so you're gonna have thc in a singularity not impressive but like i've had 15 percenters that fucking just hammer me down because of the terps so it's not even about the trichomes then. So why are you asking about hot trichomes? I know, motherfucker. <laughs> you, terps, you guys are talking bro. about. You guys are talking about trichomes have terps. You guys are talking about cannabinoids, THC content. That's what. That's what you guys are talking. But I'm about. trying to get. I'm trying to like equate it and make it understandable to relate to the trichome content. 
because trichomes are indeed where THC is found. Not, yeah, so yes. a 15% <clears throat> THC content with bomb terpenes mm-hmm. and really dense trichome production, like mm-hmm. heavy mm-hmm. frost, I would lean in that direction because you're getting good quality trichomes right. in, a, in a fucking abundance. Because you want a lot of good 15 rather than a little bit of good 30. 100%. But some people like a little bit of good 30. Well, that's when you refer to the, the terpene percentage. Mm-hmm. The terpene percentage is going to tell you how much terpenes is coming with that cannabinoid, too. What if you don't care about that? <laughs> then you're buying fucking indoor athena. The big, you're at the end of the day, you're buying drip weed. Drip nutrients, yeah. all yeah. that like, stuff. All I know is you're buying weed at the end of the day. Yeah. And rolling it into fat three paper it's joints. Fucking, it's more than that. It's more than just buying. We're, we're uh, spreading me- good medicine. It's medicine, dude. Fuck. It's medicine for the people. Everybody stopped and was watching you now. <laughs> <laughs> Is there so like you're pretty much you're you're hunting the trichomes in right when you're looking for what you want to wash or whatever. So like, is there what are you looking for then, like in the trichomes? Like so like. What are you going to do? Like, take a magnifying glass to the plant and, like, check so out the trichomes and be like, okay, yeah, that's where we want it. Or, like, I do that. Like, I like to do, like, the little old school method of looking for the cloudiness or the amber or something like that. Oh, okay. And that's what you're looking for, too, yeah. is the, the amber. Yeah. I like to go out and check out the plant before I'm going to wash it. Like, mm. see how it is. Especially if it has, like, good terps. You know, like, I'm on the search for terps more than mm. I am on the search for, for THC potency or anything like that because i to me the terps is what's what's the real story yeah remember the guy young terps what is like so how do you how do you like check for terps you just smell it you just go up to it and smell it or you lick it you smell it master og bubble banana like that's why i said like the nose nose you know like when you smell something you like that's pretty much you know something you probably want to smoke or something like that that's how i do it I, I, i usually just like smell something check it out with the underneath like a microscope so what is it um when you see those trichomes that have like the purple running through it the purple yeah sometimes there's like the purple vein in the middle what does that mean that's like the was it the anthocyanins or anthocyanins the purple pigment yes yeah surprised you knew that it's like the shrimp poop i was like i don't know how the hell you knew that one Gotta know what, that. What is that? How does that affect the trichome, though? Because like, that it's only that's not on all plants, right? No, it's Ross, it's more of like bro. just like a, a pigment, right, for certain genetics. So I think it's just like a color. Some guys are starting to press like purple rosin and everything. Like they're getting it. Just like heavy, some, like purple yeah, colored trichome like and a stuff. Couple, couple, I guess, genetics that like the rosin head holds that purple yeah. at the signs, and you can like. Are press they it pulling? I don't know. I'm probably wrong, but I it's always feel like when it's like more purple, like the bud is always like sweeter. Mm. In my experience, it's a genetic thing. S- yeah. So does it safe to almost say that like that color comes with that profile normally? Because there was like, man, I'll never forget this. Like there's this one purple I smoked. It was a while ago uh-huh. that when you like hit this like joint bowl whatever dude it fucking seriously it was like a mouthful of like fucking fruity pebbles mm. 
it was so sweet and just I was like, holy shit. Like I was sharing it with all my friends because like, fuck, I wanted people to believe me. They're like, oh, God, fuck, God, this God, is the God, most Jesus. like <laughs> flavorful yeah. no shit. Gonna believe me. And back then, that was so long ago, someone was probably just spraying it with some shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because that shit was so sweet. Like, fuck, that shit was crazy. I think um, it's kind of a scary thought. I think the purple doesn't really like, or I'm not, I'm never not a big fan of the purple. Or if I do smoke stuff that's purple, I notice it just it just tastes like however the terpenes are for that for that thing. I don't think the purple really plays too much of a play for stuff taste. that is purple. You mean? <laughs> yeah. For so it's always the same kind of or overpowering. For me, it is like. Stand for, for other people, it's different. You, mm. you know what I learned about genetics, and this is coming from the man himself, is that um, gas, so if you're breeding for gas, a lot of the Hermy traits in the genome gets passed over with that flavor. So it's it kind of you know makes you raise an eyebrow to where, like, okay, purple, heavy fruit, you know? Like, maybe that's a genetic trait that you see, you know, coming yep. down the line, so... I mean that's fuck, dude. Just do some, just do some research on that. Like yeah. a lot of runs and shit come out hella purple. You know? Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's just the purple is more for like the look, though. I don't know. Oh if yeah. it's Really like the taste. Oh I yeah. I feel like it'd be like associated with like the grape. You know what I mean? Like, totally, totally. For me, it is though. Yeah. I think just because of my experience, though. I right. Think, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, I, but it's not always there. Like I smoked purple before, and that that you know that fruitiness or something is in there. I remember I had this one strain that was called Black Magic. Oh, yeah? And it was so purple, it looked black. And it did not taste like grapes or anything. But it was crazy because, like, the whole leaf, everything was, like, purple. Yeah. But it looked black. Yeah, I've but, seen like, some shit like when that. When you break it down, it's, like, purple. So it was crazy. No shit, huh? Yeah. Interesting, yeah, where everything went. So, like, I did that crossbreed between the sour diesel, sour face, and like, you would think that gas would be the prevalent thing that would be popping up, right? Bruh. Straight, rusty, rotten fucking fuel that came out of a. Uh, that's like a recessive trait. It's gotta be, bruh, because I have like fucking the load of phenotypes, and then, boop, here comes this fruity fucking one. Well, the most, the most abundant terp you're supposed to have or like that shows up in a lot of strains is mercy right and mango stuff right so i'm looking for that osamine man that osamine's a good osamine. fucking terpene osamine all righty mm-hmm. you got your torch on you. <laughs> i was gonna say the <laughs> lighter's not too uh does that work i was putting it on the table and like standing back and doing this like it was a gigantic fucking joint Psych your fuzz. Psych your fuzz. Psych your fuzz. Kids will never know. We gotta bring that shit back. To make a t-shirt. What do you mean bring it back? I say that shit all the time still. You know what? To my kids and they don't even have fuzz. My kids are starting to say yes, sir. My three-year-old. My three-year-old dude, like he'll do, he'll throw a ball. Yes, sir. Raising mokes, bro. Bro, I saw this fucking tag that made me laugh so hard. It said skiza. Oh. Dude, that word is hilarious. The Skeezer Pleaser. What was that guy's name? <laughs> the Skeezer Pleaser. Remember that guy? <laughs> he was like a local Vine star and then Instagram. You know, he made funny videos. Skeezer Pleaser. Fucking Easton. No, is that his name? One of his characters was like, he had like, you know, and had the filters and it made like a hair and a mustache. He had the fucking, 
thick mustache and a mullet, and he would wear a gold chain, and he'd be like, some I don't know, but he'd make this character, and he was like, <laughs> the skeezer pleaser. pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> like, From here? Yeah. Check Google it. I don't remember that. Skeezer pleaser. I think his name is Easton. No, that might not be it. I don't know. Local dude, but <laughs> funny as fuck. Like, he did shit with the rock and everything, bro. Before TikTok. Spell it. I don't know. How you spell skeezer pleaser? Should I come up on Instagram? Oh, you know, it comes up in the Google search. Like, just, I didn't even finish typing. It says, Skeezer, Skeezer, please a union and Skeezer, please a shirt. Skeezer, please a union. Google that fucker. Clowning 808. Yeah. Wasn't oh, him? Yeah. Isn't his name oh. Easton? I don't know. I yeah. So. Fuck. See, you don't remember that shit? The Liger. That's what he called himself. The I forget Liger. what his name was. Uncle something. The Liger. <laughs> oh, let me see. I'm oh, this something up. The Skeezer Pleaser. <laughs> That's a fucking funny one, bro. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, are we hitting this shot? Shit, give me one out. You want? It's not. You already had one. Give me another. I took one. I'm not really. Not good. Not there yeah, yet. I'm good. I like. I like, like the model. Honesty, bro. I felt it earlier. <clears throat> this reminds me of like. Uh, I'm sure. Huh? You ever seen Undercover Brother? Yes. Let's talk about the cigarette. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I almost fucking choked on it. <laughs> Easy. No, no Skeezer, please, though. <laughs> <laughs> Your slurp game too strong, bro. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 the slurp game strong. I just thought about looking at you while I was doing it. Like, Dude, Funny Bot is a funny episode, bro. So good. She said she put honey in there. Yeah. Mm. And, my, and I guess she put my beard hair in there, too. So good. <laughs> We're losing viewers as we're eating this all centrally. Sorry, guys. Everybody needs a snack break. Yeah, don't remember. At, at, least, it's quick, at least it's quick and fast. not like we're fucking oh, chewing on camera. Don't <laughs> that was quick and easy. Oh, that's slurping. Nah, it's more like the fucking repet- chewing. And then when, you know, like people behind the board start opening bags of chips and crinkling them into the mic die. and shit. Shout out to Turtle Doves who couldn't be here tonight. <laughs> the man himself. Is he on the live? Uh, he, he was. I don't know if he still is. I don't know. I don't like to like really check on it. <coughs> Let, yeah, let's shout out all the people on the live. Let's yeah, do thank special. you for stopping by, guys. And Read them. Uh, Sash. Thank you, Sash. Danko Waits. Butt Naked. Thank you, sir. Uh, Kaika. Uncle Kaika, hybrid. Oh, the, the, what's it called? Moki and Kanani. And Antoinette. About Justin, Kauai. Thank you, guys. What are those? Fire, 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 heart, 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 fire, 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 fire. Woo! Buka, buka! Spit out fire. My f- 
Oh, my auntie gonna get mad, bro, with this fatty in her garage. My three favorite rappers are Dylon, Dylon, and Dylon. Because I spit hot fire. That's just a reference TV shows and movies from now on. You're too close, man. You're too close. <laughs> I'm shutting down the studio. I need, I need y'all go to the Yonkers and get us some Cambodian breast milk. There was no sketch show as good as Dave. Ch- I mean, Dave Chappelle, the Chappelle show was great, but like so was In Living Color and so was all those Mad TV. All those shows were good. Mad TV was really underrated, man. But Dave Ch- the Chappelle show kind of changed the dynamic. Yeah, of how things are done and like what you're allowed to get away with. And to push like in which way to push the envelope. Mm. You know? Yeah. <coughs> like South Park. Oh, and my God. Going South strong. Park, how they get away with. Everything. Kids in the hall. Grandfather Claus. I swear they just had like a new episode. I was just yep. watching. And it made fucking fun of um, what's the name? Uh, Toby. Prince. No. Harry and Meghan Merkel. Yeah, dude. That to was where the she one that publicly I was like, a, like, I need an apology. No, um, that that token one was fucking hilarious because, hey, how you spell token? Like, you know, token from the fucking uh, South Park. No. The, the, you don't know the one African American kid that they have. The I don't watch South Park. Oh fuck! You don't know. <laughs> you don't. You don't know. But the joke was everybody thought it was token, the token black. Yes. But it was actually he was named after J J J R J R Tolkien T O L K E R J R R. But I wonder yes. though. I I would be interested to go back to the earlier episodes on DVD and turn on the subtitles. And see what they really put it as. <coughs> Subtitles went token. <coughs> Even back then? Yes. <coughs> but the whole episode was to reference how everyone was racist. No, only fucking the one guy, only what's his name was racist because everybody else Stan. knew it was token. <coughs> no, no, everybody like us as the viewers worldwide because subtitles was saying token. So everybody, they're saying, like, ha-ha, jokes on you. Everyone yeah. is fucking racist. Not, it has nothing to do with the character. <coughs> well, yeah, but I feel like... Yeah, you're right. But there is a small demographic of people who watch TV with subtitles, so they would have been known. They would have known. No, it was T O K E N for up until that fucking episode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they can't say the viewer is racist for thinking it was token when it was token. It's a joke. No, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) They're not literally calling. I know, but don't feel bad that Kalei tried to make you feel bad for being racist. I wasn't trying to. I was just (laughs) like, shit, I'm one of them, bro, because I failed for that shit for years. Token was what? Early 2000s? I thought it was Token Black. Yeah, he was early. Even like Cartman wore a shirt saying Token. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, washing hash. (laughs) Fucking straight. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hard left. Uh, Sad Hulk theme. Yeah. Walking down, holding out your thumb. Movie reference, dude. Keep it going. Oh, we have fucking a question we ask all our guests. When was the first time you got high? I know it's a little late in the episode, but fuck it. First time I got high. That was after after I graduated high school. Whoa. Yeah. After I graduated high school, my friends we my friends were trying to um, my friends were already burning, so I had a car. Mm-hmm. So he chambered out my car. Yeah. 
Where'd you go? What'd you do? How'd you we, smoke? I think we uh, drove to... <laughs> Sandy's. No, Tell us all about it. Sandy's. We drove to... I think we were driving through the pulley because we figured like if we were in motion, nobody would find us. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so and there's squad like, cars behind you. Whoop, whoop, yeah, you're exactly. in two lanes. So just chambering on the pulley, you know, mm-hmm. like just keep it moving, going one way, then air out, come back, rechamber, you know, like nice. Yeah, so that was it's not a bad move. That was that's actually a pretty smart one, dude. Yeah, it's better than being parked on the side of the road, chambering out a car, and a cop yeah. drive by and stop. Right, because well, that's what I was worried about. Because it was my car. Yeah, because <laughs> that shit happens. Kyle's taking the whole. I've been there, there. done it, been there, done that. But yeah, so what did you guys do after? Did you guys... After that, we went to Sandy's. Went to the beach. <laughs> That's what we usually do. And yeah. then from there, we smoked at Sandy's. Because then... <coughs> after I got there, I was just like, oh, everybody's smoking here. Why don't we just smoke here? One guy said bike path in Pearl City. I was like, oh, cuz. <laughs> if you should do that now. <laughs> we have chronics coming out their woodwork. Your joint yeah. is gone. Oh, better. Oh, oh smell something nice, bro. Did you go in the water? High? I did, yeah. Bodyboard high. Yeah. Nice. Those were fun days. I remember everything looking and feeling fantastic when you're young and you're like surfing super high. Like, oh man, my day is so good right now. (laughs) Like, nothing can ruin my shit. Uh, We've been pretty consistent. With what? With people on just cruise cruising and shit. Yeah. Pretty consistent. Cool. We had like fourteen at its max one time. Nice. Oh, pumping in the chats. We're doing good. Doing good. People tuning in. But yeah, it's a good fucking um the the wash game is something that goes unnoticed, you know, like and people assume that it's an easy process. Like it is not a fucking easy process. And not only that, like you you can just go out and watch, like I said, but it'll come out shitty every single time. You can you can really easily mess it up. Yeah. There's a lot of variables where you can mess it Super up. Super volatile. Yep. I think a lot of people like steak, but they don't know all the effort that goes into... How to cook it. Or get it to come to you, even. Yep. Everybody likes concentrates, but nobody knows what goes into making them sometimes. Right. Yeah, 100%. that's why it's a good question. <laughs> good time to ask like what goes into it especially like over here in hawaii like i don't think you know this but like we don't test for ethanol in the state of hawaii and all the dispensaries use oh. ethanol oh well, you can kind of smell it sometimes oh, yeah no, but <laughs> it messes with the product i mean yeah. like before like i think when things first started off like people were getting like you know grabs of concentrate mm-hmm. and they're like complaining because like they'll leave it on their counter and then day or two goes by and they're just like at a quarter of a gram they didn't even smoke it mm. it's just evaporating yeah, it's just evaporating bastards that's why it's like it's, it's good to have tested stuff mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of tested stuff but you gotta have a baseline everything else is fucking mumbo jumbo until you kinda like know what's in your cannabis you know yeah. what I mean mm. yeah. I mean I got results back like testing like ah oh, fuck you know like oh there's mold in it cut it down throw it away like feed it to your goats. Not even. They don't like uh-huh. weed, bro. Like, I tried to feed that motherfucker Much. countless times. He just looks at it. So like, could well. you say you had, like, buds that was, like, kaput, like, tested bad. You're not going to do anything with it. 
could you then like just mulch it up and throw it on the ground and like let it decompose and yeah. kind of go back into the soil? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So let me ask you, you this: throw it also. in the tea to make like your nutrients and shit? No, I, w- I wouldn't fuck with it. Why? It's bad mold, not good mold. It's bad mold for consumption, so you don't want to spread it around. Uh, you know what I mean? You don't want to put it into the air. You don't want it to get back into other buds. So it's like, just keep it away. So you wouldn't yeah. compost it and put it on the ground around your plants? I mean, not mm-hmm. around my plants per se. I'll just I'll keep it away and go someplace else. And let me ask you a question. Can you use washing to remediate mold? Oh, you can wash some stuff that has mold. Because technically mold is like a three microns or something like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Super fine. Yeah, and like if your last micron is like a 45, then you should be able to wash some stuff that has Maybe okay. not entirely all the mold off, but like, you know, you should be able to wash technically. Okay. So I've done it a couple of times. Yeah. So yeah. you can wash moldy buds. Yeah. I think it's just drying it after because it's, oh. it's, the, it's the spores and everything, you know, the um, the presence of it being there. So it's you, still there. right? Yeah. And then the, when you're drying it, say if you're doing like a slow dry versus like a freeze dryer, you're <coughs> you still have that water there. So it's still going to be able to like have life live yeah so would you say a freeze dryer is the last decontamination <coughs> process i would say the pressing is the pressing is but yeah. freeze drying is a sort of decontamination process right it's taking away the water from your microbes and everything yeah. right yeah. plus freezing it at such a low temperature might kill some of the volatile fucking microbes right i would say it would suppress the growth oh yeah yeah it slows it down right because you're putting it doesn't kill it, right? I well, I don't know. It's what negative? How much degrees? Oh, like negative forty? Yeah. Yeah, it depends. I guess it depends on what. But some spores can survive get. the vacuum of space. Some spores bro. can like survive flame too. Like it's pretty, it's pretty intense. I don't know that shit, but I know some of them can survive extreme cold. Like yeah. So even if you're smoking it, it's still. Well, I mean, I guess if you're smoking it, you're combusting it and it's getting in but your. But they lungs. all need water to live. Yeah. So by. Freeze drying it, it sh- takes the water out quicker, so you're like kind of c- minimizing the amount of time the mold could spread, if anything. So the so the science behind it is uh, sublimation. It's okay. what, what's, From what a it's solid called. to a gas, right? I'm like, yeah. So basically, you're freezing. You're you're wanting to get the water out, so the water goes from water's in a liquid, and so basically you freeze it. It is. Yes, <laughs> you freeze it. It turns into a solid, and then when you do the sublimation on it, it basically takes that solid, skips the liquid phase, and goes into a gas. Straight to gas. And then you just, like, vacuum, take it out right. of the atmosphere. So the product you're left with, does it have, like, holes and gaps in it where the water was, or is it, like... Depending. Like, as it... it People do it to food all the time, you know? But oil does never... Well, that's, like, the candies and shit, right? Where they yeah, freeze-dry uh, candies yeah. and shit? Yep. Same technique. But oil never freezes, right? So, like... It's safe to say that the trichomes say take out the water, that the oil would kind of settle. Ideally, you want the head, because then the head would be more stable, right? Right. But if it's fr- it's going back around this right now. If it's I, I frozen, it frozen, wouldn't it hold its structural integrity? And like as the water turns from ice to gas, wherever that ice was, a void would be there. Right? Yeah, but then when you pull it out, it'll yeah. settle. Then after. Yeah, sometimes you get like a honeycomb looking effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I think it's like a little, like, you're looking at the Grand Canyon from, like, super high up. Just, like, little... Yeah, like, bridges and bridges shit. And That's everything. cool. Remember um when people were doing, like, BHO, and they were putting the vac purge, and it was coming out, like, honeycomb, like, ching, 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 ching. Yeah. Do you remember seeing those videos when they had, like, that overhead thing, and they're, like, <laughs> diarying it onto trays? Uh. 
Holy shit. I used to get so excited seeing those videos. Like, oh, it's satisfying, man. It's like yeah. kids working with slime, you know. <laughs> just like dudes working fuck? with. What is that shit? That's, that's just butane. <clears throat> that's just all the butane or carbon. Yeah, like extraction. The, the, the gas mixed with like the the THC. Sometimes mm. you have like fats and lipids, and then um, basically you just take that and you throw it into like the solvent, like ethanol or something, separate it. So as it's coming out, that's like the mixture and the gases gas off from that point. Yeah, but I think mainly what you're seeing is like the lipids and the fats. Just right? fucking diarrhea. It's so gross, but it's so awesome. I used to follow this one guy named um, Naughty Naughty Dabs. Hmm. Yeah, this kid in Seattle, and like he used to do like open air blasting in his fucking yard. So crazy, dude. Yeah, that's heavy. Butane. Yes, and like he would fucking, dude, he would get putty knives and pyrexes and go, and just put it on parchment. Like huge amounts of fucking just PHO. Fold it all up, put it in a vac, turn some muffin. He just does that vac purge, and they show him taking Making monsters. Making muffins is fun. Yeah. yeah, that's super cool, man. But that's that's oh. a fun thing to do. So you just put it in a... a what is that? A vac vacuum. oven? Vac yeah. Oven. And it'll muffin up when you're vacuuming it. It's like That's a marshmallow. Cool. That's cool. That's so sick. Right, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, man. That fatty's pretty much done. We're good. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, tell everybody where they can find you, sir. Uh, Oahu Garden Supply on Oahu. For sure. I'll be there every Tuesday and Thursday from 2 to 6. So if you have any questions, come on down. If you have any uh, things you want to order, call the shop or anything like that. I can put in a custom order for you. Um, I also have a website, homieslaboratory.com. Yep. Is that how you're supposed to, is that how you say it? Well, now we are. That, that's how yeah. you say it? Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, I was right. Like Dexter's laboratory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Not laboratory. Don't Not get laboratory. it twisted. It's oh, laboratory. Shit. Say I like right. saying laboratory. All right. Omelette right, cool. du fromage. So, yeah, omelette Yeah, exactly. Is there a correct way? Uh, tomatoes, tomatoes, yeah, right? Yeah, I feel like it's tomatoes, tomatoes. But yeah, online, um, <laughs> you can catch all the products online. Right now, I just have like a bunch of uh, wash bags, so... I'm working on the inventory, so it's it's a work in progress. But hopefully, in like the next month or two, we'll have like some rosin bags, maybe a couple presses up there. Nice. Working on some freeze dryers, so we'll see how it works out. Yep. Yeah. Grow your own, then wash your own. Yep. The only place in Hawaii where you can get this equipment. Yep. In beautiful Waipahu. And in the, gorgeous Waipahu. And for the neighbor island guys, sorry, for the neighbor island guys, if you guys order any rosin bags or wash bags it's free shipping so okay. don't have to worry about that's free a great shipping. deal bro that's what it's trying to do that's a steal man i mean paying shipping for that shit if you live out in the rurals of big island yep. saving people money big time like yep. yep powering people saving them money yeah nice so we want to keep everything in store that way people don't fucking you know like you don't have to go nowhere yeah everything you need from Genetics to fucking soil to you know pots to fucking rosin everything bags. scissors to fucking rosin bags <clears throat> and turkey bags even like yep. do you have magnets? Well, I don't have magnets yet. I'm Ooh. trying to work on some. 
Get some magnets. Yeah. yeah. You can actually put fucking your logo on a oh, little oh, magnet yeah. and then fuck. Trying to go bang a bongo. You're welcome. Trying to get that going. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, because don't people magnet their parchment papers on? I want to make ghee patches. When they do the presses. Yep. 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 I want to make ghee patches. But you can sponsor jujitsu peoples. I don't know, just fucking give them out. Pump, you know, have to fucking, I don't yeah, know. This is something Joe I wanted to do. Just fucking go for it. You know, put, <laughs> make a ghee patch. Here you go, guys. Oh, okay. Buster Rogan. What? I just fucking... It would be cool to have it, like, to see it at, like, a tournament and be like, oh, shit, that's my patch on the guy's ghee. Like, that's cool. Dude. Yeah, people are going to think you sponsored him. <laughs> Whatever. That's usually what that means, right? Yeah. 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 Come talk to the sponsor, OGS, man. Yeah. I was like, I didn't You got to get your patch him. on the high rollers. Sponsor somebody high rollers. I think just give them weed and yeah. patient-to-patient transfer. What up, Jason Kira? You here's want some, some patches for your here's shit? Here's some medicine. Now go roll. Here's a patch. Yeah, no, just here's a patch, bro. Just heat them up when they're not looking Yancey at it. Yancey would love that shit, back. bro. I guarantee Yancey would support that, dude. Yeah, talk to him. Guaranteed. Tell him to get it. Everyone knows your high one on there, too. Oh, jars. Shout out to Mrs. Grown Kauai. What you mean, jars? Make your own jars. Yeah. Jars. Oh. But that just means oh, putting yeah. stickers on it, right? And make it, no, no, no. And make oh, it, like, some, good for rosin tech. Some alchemy jar jars. Tech. Some alchemy jars. Oh. The, the new ones that came out that are, like, really good for storage with the glass yeah. insert. Yep. There you go. There you go. Jars. Where are the other jar, Brad? Ball. Kerr. <laughs> what was that? La Fromage. La Fromagio. I don't know. All right. What about you, sir? Where can people find the guru? Uh, Well, Garden Supply. I got the morning shift from 9 to 12.30. So come check me out. I'm there Tuesdays through Fridays. And then we got the talented Super Boy there when I'm not. So he's... Well equipped to answer any questions. Nine four one five zero Leo Leo Street with Pahoe Hawaii nine six seven nine seven. Yep, and Ooh. find me on YouTube, Voices from the Planet, Instagram, Voices from the Planet, Spotify, Voices from the Planet, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Voices from Voices from the Planet. <laughs> it's fucking pretty much. Shout it. out to Giant Dynasty Genetics uh, for awesome genetics. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you to Mills, um, awesome line. Uh, thank you to Brutal Mars, Meat Lux. Um, anybody else I miss? Small kind high by Solidify. I'm sorry, guys. Small kind high or Solidify. They're always here, so it's like. And all Garden Supply for sponsoring this I, great I, show. I just got to go. And what about you, Mr. Bud Naked? Where can people find you and all your awesome photography and macro shots and all that kind of cool shit? Brah. At Bud Naked. So Bud underscore Naked. N A Y K E D. Right on. <laughs> So, so. And then uh, shout out to Turtle Doves again who couldn't be here. Uh, that's it. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you guys for having me. OG in the game. Appreciate it. See you next time. Homes Laboratory. Homes Laboratory. All right, guys. Peace.